0: Experience.
1: Experience.
2: Welcome to the Pat Mayo
1: Experience, presented by DraftKings! Ah! It's going to be very confusing for the audio listeners. Week is 8, Spread Picks, Preview, Free Money, Teasers, We got all of the NFL previews here for you. Remember to smash the like button and in the comment section, you tell me your favorite spread or over under for the week or time code the show for us so we know when to make the best of clips and we pull them back through so we don't have to sit through. How long does the show go, Jeff Fiber Like 18 fucking hours a week?
3: A long time. Even my wife made a comment about My wife, how crazy long we went last week.
1: See, you could have gotten a costume yourself, I and you could have went, went as international news reporter.
3: I could have. Uh, yeah, I don't know. There's lots I could have done. For now, we'll just say I'm just the fatter Sam Darnold. You're thinner Sam Darnold.
1: <laughs> you're the handsome Sam Darnold. That's who you're going as right now want to remind everyone to subscribe to the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast. Uh, one of the viewers sent me one of the latest reviews of the show. It was a one-star review, and it was very upset that I derailed the show because Pat has to interrupt his guests. Goofs like you two put it off the rails. That's why the show goes 18 hours every single week. So, you know, fuck that guy. But if you're out there, counteract <laughs> those bad reviews with five-star reviews, okay? That would be fantastic news for me, especially. Remember to download the show, like the show, all that stuff. Yeah, subscribe to Mayo Media Network, too. If you're watching, the cheat sheet will be available on ftnbets.com on Wednesday afternoon. If you don't want to, like, score at home as we're going along, you can find everything written out for you up on ftnbets.com. Use code Mayo to get behind the premium wall there, too, for all of the tools. And on ftndaily.com, you can watch the Jeff Feinberg Show every Wednesday and Friday. How's that going?
3: I think it's going great. Uh, Well, a lot of good feedback, and I think we're going to uh, even find a better vibe. Okay. There's some things.
1: you just getting into the flow. Yeah, getting
3: into the flow, even in the back channel. Yeah. Like, I don't want to, like, go too inside baseball with you, but I feel like I – there's a couple things. I feel like it's going well, but I've got a couple ideas that I think I can make it even more optimal.
1: It's like how TV used to be, where, you know, the first season of a show, they would have like nine or 10 episodes to really find their footing with everything. Like Parks and Rec would be the last example of that, where the first season's like, what is this? The Office, too. It's like, what is this show? Then it comes in for season two. It knows what it is. And it really hits its stride. I feel like that's going to happen with the Jeff Feinberg show. You're just
3: working through it right now. Yeah, a few things. Like even the fact, and I, I do it, and I'm excited doing it, and I enjoy doing it, and the time goes by. But like doing an hour by myself. I even like feel weird like taking a lot of sips of water but there's no like other person talking or guest where you get, like once I you get can just
1: with silence or like
3: a commercial yeah. where I could just like you know like that sort of thing or even decompress a thought for a moment while someone else is speaking. But So I'm just in my own head sometimes, but yeah, we're fine.
1: You end up getting used to that. Like, I've been doing solo shows, like, one or two a week now for probably the past five years. And if you ever rewound to watch some of the very first, like, solo shows, I did, they are fucking horrendous. And then eventually you get used to, you don't say, like, mmm and ah to fill the time. You yeah. just... Allow silence to happen because the silence in your head, when you're speaking by yourself, like into a camera like this, it's not as pronounced as you might think it is. In your mind, it's like, it's been three minutes since I've spoken. Yeah. In reality, it's like half a second.
3: Every every half second probably feels like four seconds. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Anyway. Third member of the team behind the glass is Paul Shaughnessy, at Paul Shag on Twitter. Follow along with him. And watch the Dogger Pass podcast on Mayo Media Network. Subscribe, by the way. Help us out. The coin is here, too. Not in costume, though. And going as Alfred from Guess Who? Because he's got Guess Who face. It is the man of many conspiracies, Tim Qanengust!
2: Tim Gust. That's not
3: my name. Actually...
2: I'm Christopher Walken from Batman Returns. Remember when I got the penguin elected as mayor? That was a good movie. That's who I am right now. I'm very cool.
1: Are you excited for
2: Christopher Walken's new movie, Old People or whatever it's called? I can't wait for that movie. It looks excellent. That's all I'll say. All
1: right, let's review last week. Bad weeks for Jeff and I. Four and 10 for me. That's bad. So I've heard. Five and nine for Jeff, pulling us into a tie at two games below 500 for the year 51 and 53. Tim, you went seven and seven to take the overall lead in the picks for the year 52 and 52. You're the only one not under 500. The coin was the big winner, though. Nine and five. Last week, first winning week for the coin all year, forty-eight and fifty-six. Tim and I both lost our super locks because it turns out New England fucking sucks. Jeff hits once again, six and one for the year, four and two for me, two and five for Tim. Tim remains alive in Survivor, going against his Jets once again with the Buffalo Bills, but lost his free money teaser due to those New York Jets. Didn't you? Who lost it for you? No,
2: it was uh, Houston, wasn't it? Yeah, the Texans. Uh, that was just a bad pick. I was just completely ro- uh, wrong on the game. So happens. Right. Anything else uh, we should get to
1: before we, we kick off the Thursday night game here? No. No?
3: I mean, I got a lot of things to say. Do, but do, do
1: you want to tease the people with what you have underneath the desk? Just, no,
3: there's a show and tell.
1: You just, you just give them a show. You don't need to show them what's in it. <laughs> there's just a satchel here. There's a satchel. Maybe some
3: unboxing, Tim? Well, we've unboxed, but, you know, hey, even it's went a to satchel. a satchel. Local- I Skittles in there. As I was deep in the heart of the big smoke this afternoon, I uh, went to a local shop to try to get some better casings for some of my my favorites. Can you tell me what the people (laughs) who work in these shops are like? It is exactly what you would think. And here's the thing. The card shop, like, you can't just be a card shop. You have to be... Like, a card shop that sells, like, magic and game boards and, like, settlers of Catan. Did you know... And, like, that sort of
1: thing? Did you know that someone once commented that Tim Andercast throws a baseball like someone who plays Riven?
3: So, it's that, um... At least in Toronto... Like, I'm sure there are places where it's, like, strictly, like, a sports card shop. But at least in, like, the big city, everything is, like, uh, games and hobby stores more so than, like card store.
1: Yeah, I would think that most like specifically card store places when I was a kid you could go to a Yeah,
3: yeah, for sure. sports
1: card store. Yeah.
2: Now, I would imagine I used to all the t- I used to all the time. I yeah, would I ima- used to be big into collecting sports pogs, which just shows you how aware I am of how long trends are going to last.
3: I was obsessed with sports pogs.
1: I still have my mint condition I, like some- fir-
3: I have mint condition first series
1: pog complete set, Slammers too.
3: Some of those Gretzky Coca-Cola pogs.
1: Oh, Tim, do you oh, have yeah. those? Those are cash money. They I might wish be. I had they those. Now I completely lost my train of thought. Uh, right. Hobby shops, yeah, card Yeah, so they shops, used to have them. Yeah. Now I would imagine most of that stuff is just done like at a warehouse online. Like you don't need, like most of the transactions probably occur oh, online. Half of
3: the store is, it seems like an online like servicing. The guys are like taking and shipping orders. exactly You could see the back whole half of the store is like that. Yeah.
1: So it's like that store in 40 year old Virgin, the eBay store. <laughs> That they go to and find Jonah Hill there.
2: You could have as or Jonah like, Hill. I remember I, I went to an LCBO once, and they had all the beers behind the. Then like you put an order in, and then it like rolled out on those rollers. I thought that was very strange. That's the beers. That like beer that. store that's the beers still store do that. that. Well, okay, in most provinces that aren't uh, Upper Canada, they don't do it that way. It's a very weird thing. That yeah, they but do.
1: That, the, the place that you said you went to, you didn't go to. That <laughs> happens at a place called the Beer Store. Well,
2: I went with you once, and that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah, I was very disturbed. To the beer store. That's not the
1: LCBO. Well, it's all the same thing, isn't (laughs) it? No, it's it's not. No. It's very different, It's very different. One of them's all beer. The other one is a liquor store. Where I'm from,
2: they're all in the same place. So that's why I say that. But this didn't occur from where you're from. So what does that have to do with anything? So I screwed it up then. I meant the beer store then. Wrong.
1: Wrong. Let's get into the games. Atlanta at Carolina, Thursday evening. Atlanta finding... More impressive ways to lose every single week. Carolina's favored by three in this game. 49 is the over-under. Atlanta's cooked for the year in terms of making the playoffs. Like, they just can't make it at this point. Their division's too good with the teams ahead of them, and they only have one win. That's not going to cut it. Do we live in a world where it's possible? I mean, obviously it's possible with the amount of losses, like, weirdly at the last second they had, that, like, maybe Atlanta's sneaky good. They just have really bad luck. Like, yes. Like, are they better than Carolina? They they could be a lot better than Carolina, right? Well, the yeah, or they, they're at they're least
3: dead even even. And usually with Thursday night games, you just want to pick the better team and trust that they'll just cover the number. Because I feel like Thursdays, at least there's a perception that works that way. Atlanta, to me, is too good to lose twice in a year to Carolina.
1: Yeah. They lose to everyone. Atlanta had a heart.
3: Atlanta had a heartbreaking loss last week, but I would say Carolina like played harder. Well, and lost. I'll say, like I have they real, both lost have, really tough games. well, well a,
1: Carolina got the Chris Jericho moral victory in a loss. Like Jericho for ages. Whether he's like a mid carter whether he's a main eventer, he can lose every match. It doesn't matter with Chris Jericho. He always retains his standing. So he never wins the match, but he gets his like, he'll cheap shot you after the match is over. He gets his moral victory. And he can put
3: someone else over.
1: Yeah, that's what Carolina basically did last week with the Saints. Like, they were in it. They could have won. They attempted the longest field goal in history and almost made it. But they lost. And realistically, like every time that they had a chance to stop the Saints, they couldn't do it. The Saints just kind of marched down the field on them. Uh it was big plays keeping Carolina alive. McCaffrey might be back for this game. I don't Looks think so. Like I think it. that's a decoy. Looks like it. Maybe I think it's like a I will say I have I have
2: real money on the Falcons.
1: But like car- the fact that you actually bet it, or you have like hundreds and hundreds of dollars here.
2: No, like I made a bet with somebody, which unfortunately I lost. And I decided to go double or nothing money-wise on the Falcons to win this game. I had bet, this is so stupid. So a lot, this summer I was feeling, uh, feeling pretty good and shooting off about how good Sam was. And somebody <laughs> bet me that he would throw more picks than touchdowns against Buffalo. I thought, you know, he's going to throw more, picks, more touchdowns than picks against everybody. So would, Buffalo's no different. Well, anyway, after pushing week one, this week didn't work out. So I lost the bet. And so instead of paying him, I know how much this person hates the Falcons. So I said, well, you know, maybe I'll go double or nothing on the Falcons games. And he took me up on it. So I I really could use Atlanta to win on Thursday. Right. Is, it, picking... is this our same friend who can't read? No, no. This is our friend from China.
4: Oh, okay. I am Who going does to not go... like the
2: Falcons.
3: Didn't I'm realize
2: he didn't like the
1: Falcons.
3: I'm going to go Atlanta. It, like, hates
2: Matty Ice, and I love Matty Ice.
3: I'm going to go Atlanta also. Atlanta seems to be getting healthier, while Carolina still seems to have... Uh... A few injuries. Atlanta's got nothing to play for. The season is over. Both teams suffered really bad losses last week or hard losses. I,
1: I wouldn't th- say Carolina's was a hard loss. But I think it was Atlanta
2: a- loses it, it, this way all the time. If so it, they're used to
1: it. If there's anything that's ever a good loss, Carolina had a good loss. Okay, but
3: just yes, to you as a fan and, and you seeing the organization building, agreed. But inside the locker room, they, they put it out there. And they hung with a really good team for a lot of that game. Maybe. Uh, um, but I think... Sort of like to your point, the public perception is Atlanta's loss. Like everything, Atlanta loss is so much tougher to overcome. I'm taking Atlanta here. I'm getting three points. I think this is an equal game, team. Give me Atlanta. Yeah, I'm going to take Atlanta as well. The coin is taking Carolina. Uh, Someone should really go back and review
1: all of our picks when the three of us all agree on a game. I I, I feel like we're 5% picking that
2: game right. I don't think so. I think we're like 50-50. I don't think so. Ooh. What do you got oh, there? God. Oh, a DP. That, that trash off the table. Yeah, okay. You know what? You think you can get me upset about it, but you know what? I can't be upset about it. Fine. Literally Dude, just, I'm not just trying to have
3: advice. a sip of a drink. I'm not trying to get you upset at all. Speaking yes, of- Yes, you
2: are. You know you are. Then that's fine. Speaking of DP,
1: one of the things that I told my wife that I was going to do, now that I'm in costume, is we were going to put something up there, and you know, the entire show was just going to be being like this. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Sunday slate, Minnesota at Green Bay. Green Bay favored by seven, coming off a big win against Houston. 54 and a half is the over-under. I think the Vikings have packed it in already, right? Are we on the same page
2: well, with that? Like, they're, they're coming they're- off a bye, so that's the only way to think that maybe they haven't. Uh, if they're going to give anybody their best, I guess it'll be this game out of the bye. I'm going to tease the Packers down. Uh, they're the first end of a seven-point tease. And uh, I'm not super confident in them carrying the seven just because, like I said, Vikings coming out of a bye. They've hung with Seattle, although I think Seattle, as we know, is a little overrated, but they hung with Seattle. They're, they, they have they have component pieces, even if their season is, is, is sort of destroyed. But So I, I'm, not, I'm not loving it. I will lean with Green Bay slightly, but I really feel confident Green Bay is going to win the game so i will uh, i'll te- i'll i'll tease them down to a pick i'm just going to
1: go with green bay at home minus 7 here mainly because i think... I think that if you want Minnesota to be able to keep up with Green Bay, and it looks like Aaron Jones is going to be back for this game, is that you need both Thielen and Jefferson and Cook, who also looks like he's going to be back for this game, to kind of be running at optimal pace and perform to the best of their ability, to their ceiling, in order to do this. We've already seen the Minnesota defensive line get weaker as they've traded off their best piece for a third-round pick to Baltimore. That with Jair Alexander on the outside, he takes away one of those two guys. And then you make them a very easy-to-read team, especially if you get up early. That if... It almost becomes the same circumstance which happened last week to Houston where Green Bay has one of the worst run defenses in the league, not even close. Well, Houston's just as bad, I suppose. But if you jump up on them 14-0 or 20 to nothing, or 20-3 to early, they're not going to run the ball 25 times against you. So it doesn't really make that big of a difference. Therefore, you've now negated someone on the outside between the two receivers and then taken Dalvin Cook and his most inf- impactful part of the game out of it as well. Then you're relying on one receiver to come beat you and bring you back. I'll just take the Packers.
3: I'm going to take the Vikings. I think I like the number. I think we just get the best punch from Minnesota. I kind of agree on that. Out of the yeah, buy, they're, they're, I, their best punch might be fucking Glass Joe at this point. No, we saw them battle and lose a heartbreaker in Minnesota, and then people in in Seattle, and then the perception was, oh, they're like kind of fine. They just had a hard schedule, and they got punked. By the Falcons, which is almost as bad as it gets in, like, current NFL uh, when the Falcons punk you. And it was, fi- like, a lot of the great memes that, uh, like, like people, oh, to those of you who thought uh, Matheson was Dalvin Cook, and then it's like the jo- Joaquin Phoenix, like, Joker doing the step walk <laughs> routine. Like, you clowns. Uh, no, it didn't work like that. Uh, give me seven points. Give me the Vikings... The teams that are done, I don't know, in these second half season revenge division games, I don't know. That's where I'm going, at least to start the card, it seems.
1: The Packers, at least, where they lost the game to Tampa, although they're still currently ahead of them in the standings, they need to kind of keep winning because it's going to be interesting to see with some of these teams at the very top of each conference, but only the one bye week where they're down the tie break. They have to put these games away easily and put them away early. And I think they're good enough that they can do that.
3: Not that these teams should be thinking about what I'm about to say.
1: And Minnesota's tanking for Lawrence. But
3: I don't know what happens with the bye week and how advantageous it is if we have like weeks 18 and 19. And then the bye. all of a sudden this number one seed didn't play for like two weeks.
2: Which is why I think that week 18 and 19 are just off the table. Because I don't think you can do that to a team. We'll only
1: see a week 18 if the I think it's on the table as a pull in case of emergency type of thing. But, but I being, mean a
2: real emergency. No, like I, I agree. Like teams
1: can't play this week. Exactly. But I don't envision that happening, but it's certainly on the table at this point based on the standards that are set up. That being
3: said, I'm smart enough to know the basic math that the bye brings you into, what, the final eight as opposed to being part of the final 16? So, yeah, you just want the bye. You want and, the... yeah. You w-
1: no one's playing to not get the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean
3: it like that. I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm a worst case scenario thinker sometimes, but sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean to go there.
2: Tim. I'm taking the Packers. I don't love it. I'm teasing them down. That I feel good about, but I'll take them against the number very hesitantly.
1: Right. Next game, Tennessee at Cincinnati. This one what I like. I'm going to have this game. Good on. game. Good game. It's just going to be a fun game to watch. It yeah. feels like at least 54. I wish I could
2: watch this game.
1: Why can't you watch this game?
2: I got to watch another game.
1: You know, you can watch multiple games at one time, right?
2: Yeah, but it's hard for me when my team is on not to watch my team. I keep thinking, what's my team? What stupid thing are they doing now? And so I can't help myself. Cincinnati are six point dogs at home. 54 and a half, like I
1: mentioned, is the over under. Depending on where you look, the Bengals are either 6-0-1 against the spread, 5-2 and against the spread. Just a very good team against the spread. Can they limit Derrick Henry enough in this game to cover this six, Jeff?
3: Probably not. Okay. If that is, no, I, I, sorry. He asked a question. I read it back in my head. I watched a lot of actually both those games on the weekend for whatever reason. I was invested big in the Browns and I wasn't even mad when I scored the push on the bet that I made. Like you're just so happy. You
1: got lucky. You got the push. You could have been like being Mm. lost by the hook on the extra point. I give
3: Sunday NFL Twitter picks where I'm like four or five games over 500, but I got so lucky this week because I had the lions and the Browns. So I got one win, but I pushed the other. Like at that, at the last,
1: did you? Yeah, but you didn't get lucky to cover the Lions game because if everything went optimally, optimally for the Falcons, they would have covered oh, anyway.
3: No, but I did Lions money line oh. thinking the points won't matter, and that's what <laughs> I put on the internet. Uh, so yeah, then you're. Re- anyhow, uh, so I watched a lot of that game. Uh, the Bengals. I don't know that they can. This is a good matchup for them with their injuries on both of the lines. Like they are depleted on both the lines that the Titans, if they just do what they do, and then they mix in the great uh, play calling and, and Tannehill's versatility. Bengals fine. They're getting up. Burrow looks composed veteran leader, makes so many great decisions, throws yada, yada, yada. I think this is a horrible matchup and a team that can really, Freaking bully them.
1: Well, that's what we always kind of talk about with Tennessee. What is you know the style make fights kind of thing? Is this a finesse team we're looking at in the Bengals? And I would say that it is, yeah. and that is usually the kind of team with offensive
3: and defensive line injuries, injuries, and team. their defense
1: not being good to begin yeah. with. Now, it's not like the Titans don't have injuries of their, of their own on their offensive line. They lost their best offensive lineman for the year, but in this matchup, I can see Tannehill going crazy in this game because the Bengals are gonna have to sell out to stop Henry. And then all of a sudden, just play action over the top touchdown.
3: And the Bengals, I don't know if they're getting those guys back in the secondary, but um, yeah, they're so creative with the play calls in Tennessee. They'll be having head spins. The one thing is, Tim, the six
1: seems like a big number for a team that's consistently covering the spread. Like they are very live to score fourteen points in two minutes at in like garbage time. Like they can move the ball so quickly at certain points in the game.
2: I agree with you. I'm taking the Titans. I will say, after what looked like was going to be a complete and utter blowout against the Steelers, the Titans sorted themselves out, fought back, and if Kostowski could kick, they would have taken the game to OT, and I think they probably but would have won. Didn't they did you a great learn more job. about the
3: Titans and that like law? Like, they didn't even have to win or lose. You felt so good about them, even oh, if you no. bet the Steelers. I, I,
1: I went the other way on that. No, I th- the I Steelers, thought the Steelers stupid. Again, like I, the Steelers
2: played stupid second half football
3: and well, allowed they, them. They to come back team in that, that does
2: Ben makes mistakes. He's always made mistakes. Like, and what are you, the Titans what are you doing capitalized. On double it.
3: Coverage? Oh, I agree. <laughs> but I'm just, the Titans come in. Even in the loss, I felt like, like t- I don't know. A, I exactly. felt good about where the Titans That's a team are. that
2: could just totally have just given up and said, okay, I guess we're just done today. And not only did they not give up, they were within a whisker of tying it. And if they'd gone to OT, because Tennessee is a more physical team and I think would wear Pittsburgh out. And if they play again in the playoffs, I really feel like I would definitely take Tennessee. Tennessee is a very dangerous team because outside of like the chiefs, probably Tennessee can just bludgeon you. Uh, and they've, they've proven it now for a year and a half. We have to stop pretending as if we don't think their style the- of football is going to work. It's totally working. Even though they've been living a charmed life and like Seattle has been living a charmed life. Eventually their luck ran out for a change. I thought I was impressed by their second half performance The Bengals could definitely cover this game late. In fact, I wouldn't be shocked if they did. I wouldn't touch this game with a 30-foot pole, but I have to pick a side, so I will take the Titans. I'm taking the Titans minus six, too.
3: I I think I made that clear as well. And I think, like a lot of people, the Titans my opinion has changed on the Titans and I actually do believe I didn't believe coming into the season or even early in the season that they would be able to run off the wins late in the year against like back to back to back elite quarterbacks to do what needs to be done. I'm actually starting to believe they can because every Tannehill just keeps looking good. And the play calling is so impressive for all the love that uh, the is getting in Kansas city for being the next big thing. I believe it's Arthur Smith. His dad owns like FedEx. Doesn't even have to show up for work. The guy's going to be a head coach next year.
2: I agree with you, Jeff, on almost everything you said. He owns the I Redskins. Been, I'm, conver- I'm being Isn't converted. Redskins.
3: Like a very His dad's like a right. very minor stake owner in the Redskins. That's not a team. I, though, I, I'm becoming I'm very,
2: very, very convinced
3: by Tennessee. God, i lose that.
2: You, oh, you're buying in on Tennessee, are you? Metal I
1: can't metal help it. I mean,
3: I see my what my I'm seeing.
2: I see, like I see what I'm seeing, and I think, okay, I just said, outside of Kansas City, I think I might pick the Titans right now in a playoff game against anybody. I think they're just more physical than anybody else.
1: I wouldn't say that they out-physicaled the Steelers, because the Steelers' defense brings the same sort of like grit and grind that the Tennessee offense does. They do. They do.
2: But I feel like if they played each other again, I would lean the Titans. I just
1: can't figure out the Titans' defense whatsoever. Like They must have the best turnover luck in the league like in terms of turnovers versus, because they're not turning the ball over on offense, which is huge, obviously, but they just seem to be generating two plus turnovers every single week, and they don't bring any pressure whatsoever. So I just find it striking that they're able to continue to do that. It feels like that might run out on them, uh, but probably not in this game because Cincinnati enjoys turning the ball over. So
3: round to Tennessee, coin included. And these are the type of matchups that I like to see the Bengals have to have. Yeah, losses. (laughs) Tough, just tough ones, yeah.
1: I mean, it's not good if they get the win in this one. Blow out Tennessee. That would, be, that, that would be worth points. Pittsburgh at Baltimore. I'm actually less excited to watch this game than I am Tennessee and Cincinnati. But Baltimore's favored by three and a half at home. 46 and a half is the over under. Well, everything in my being says take Pittsburgh in this game, plus three and a half. This smells of such a fucking trap. Because isn't the world going to be on Pittsburgh in this game?
2: Undefeated Yeah, although Pittsburgh? the line is too short. Baltimore should be like a five, six-point face. That's, that's so much better.
3: Uh, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that but either. But I am just taking Baltimore. Because Baltimore's got to win a fucking big game.
1: Maybe they can't. Maybe they just Maybe they. Maybe just, maybe they just beat, beat up bad teams.
3: At a bad, maybe. Maybe. But I'm going to go to that roulette wheel and say Baltimore will finally Bring their A game to a big game.
1: So what you're saying is it hits double zero and gets canceled because
3: of COVID. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> and, and obviously I'm selfish, but this is like the third best game because I'm excited for the one you like. And even the other, the, the two are debut. So this comes, this card is
2: for me. full of great games. In my opinion, this week,
1: I wouldn't say great games, but there's entirely games. Big-
2: I really want to see Put yeah. it that way.
1: Yeah, they're just like when we put up there, was it one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight early games. We only have we only have eight screens at the office with our new setup, and one of them is dedicated to Red Zone. So one game has to get the cut here. I'm trying to figure out what it's going to
2: be. Oh, the we Jets. all know what it has to be. But oh, no. A,
3: I want to say I we'll, we'll get to that game a next. There's storylines in that game that I actually find intriguing. So. But, I would almost say
1: to cut Indianapolis Indian and Detroit. In Detroit, but that's going to be probably the closest of these games. But that's the and game you'll just put on in the second stupidity. half
3: when a game is like... It feels meaningless. When we get to
1: the red zone, witching hour, all of a sudden, you know, that game's going to be like, (laughs) oh, the Colts are up by 37 points, but now it's tied all of a sudden. It's like, but what? What happened here? Anyway, back to this Hey, what happened? It feels like Pittsburgh's the better team in all three facets of the game so far this season. So am I overrating Baltimore?
3: Are we all overrating? Like, we just have this perception of what Baltimore is supposed to be, what they are, and we're just still like, "Uh, Pittsburgh, show me more? I don't want that's not fair. Well, what well, how we, can Pittsburgh show more? I exactly. remain
2: a skeptic of the Steelers as much as one can be a skeptic. I mean, they're obviously. See, a I don't, I'm just
3: chance. trying to be cocky and pick a side. I here. just
2: look at Baltimore's offense. I look at Pittsburgh's and I go, yeah, I want Baltimore's seven days out of seven. Really? And then I look at their defense. I, I do. I think Baltimore has a better quarterback. I think Baltimore has more dynamic playmakers. I think Pittsburgh's got some really good players, but I still am very skeptical of Juju. I I don't think Connor is that much of a, a, I don't think he really matters much. And then look at the defense. I mean, Pittsburgh's best defensive player is out. And Baltimore's, I I just look at these two teams and I say, I think the Ravens are the better football team by a decent amount. I think Kansas City and Baltimore and Tennessee are cut above Pittsburgh. Even though Pittsburgh beat Tennessee, I appreciate that. I just I, I re- remain skeptical that Pittsburgh's quite as good as the super elites, and Baltimore is a super elite. So, yeah, I mean, can't play. Elite. We can't and tease him here because we're not going to tease him here because there's no point. I'm not going. What to is zero. Baltimore done. I like Baltimore but I, here, but Baltimore minus three and a half is on the very short list for super locks. I expect them to flatten Pittsburgh.
3: I kind of want to change my pick.
1: Well, we're, all three of us are on Baltimore, minus three and a half. Does anyone
2: want to leave?
3: I just, I don't know. The coin's
1: on Pittsburgh. The coin's shaping up of being against us here on a lot of these, like, consensus picks to have another big week and take the lead in the picks contest.
3: I, I have to bash the pick I made to sort of tell Tim, like, he's crazy. What has well, Baltimore done to it, no, be a it, super elite?
1: Yeah, but it's all just kind of wrapped in the same thing. On the AFC win total show, Tim said that Pittsburgh would be the worst team in the AFC and potentially have the number one pick in the draft. So take that for worth. That's for sort it. of an exaggeration. Of what that, that's said. Exact, You said they were going to contend for the number one pick over.
2: I said it wouldn't shock me if that happened, if a couple of things didn't go their way.
1: They have answered
2: everything
1: that we thought about them going. All we said during coming into the season, like if Ben is 90% Ben, they're going to be really good because their offensive line is excellent. Their defensive line is excellent. Their defense is still good, even without Devin Bush. They still have impact playmakers on defense that... Ben's holding up his part. They get your boy Claypool, Tim. You mean Mapletron, a nickname I despise, by the way. I mean Canadian and Notre Dame. How is this guy not your favorite player? Maple's I like, like him. I think he's a very right? good player.
3: That like pitcher through a no hitter. He's like Big Maple or, uh. Oh. it's always that was. Just anyway, I
2: Maple. I remain. I, I'm a believer in the Ravens. In my gut, I just think this Baltimore team is just built better and more trustworthy and better coached and I'm going with them and you know, I've got the MVP on one side and I got big Ben who I don't trust to not be stupid uh, when it counts. Uh, and so yeah, I'm taking the Ravens. And I said, I feel really good about it. I thought I should have to probably lay five, three and a half. I think I'm getting a discount. I'm going to be kicking myself when this is just a field goal game.
1: Although if, if Pitts, I'd say the big difference between these teams is going to be if Baltimore jumps out early 17 nothing. I think Pittsburgh can come back. If Pittsburgh jumps up 17 nothing early, nothing this Ravens offense has done all year would suggest that they can come back. Like but they have, they'd be, you know, they scored more than 30 points
2: in all but one of their games, so I sure, think they'll be fine. They they <laughs> they feel like such a front-runner team though. Well, yeah, when you're a really really good team, you very rarely get behind. The one time they got behind, they got behind to a team that's just better than everybody else. Like, I don't I don't blame them for that. So they don't get credit. They they don't get any, like,
1: negatives in your column for things that
2: they Losing do Losing to well? the Chiefs? No, I mean, it's hard for me to say, oh, wow, you lost to by far the best team in football. Kansas City uh, hasn't looked like the best team in football, though. They haven't had to. They've got Mahomes. As long as he's healthy, no one can beat them. Shh, like, when it matters. Okay. Kansas City is amazing. So they couldn't even beat tier two effort kansas city kansas city did did, did actually put on a, a show that night uh to sort of prove to, to the rest of the league oh yeah we're the champs we have the best quarterback in football and we're just so much better than all of you uh i don't know this kind of feels to me like the year i know, it was the second year the patriots went back-to-back super bowls where it looked like yeah no one's going to beat them because they're clearly the best team we're sort of just playing out the string like Mahomes is healthy. I will be absolutely gobsmacked if they are at least in the Super Bowl,
4: if not win it. Paul. Clearly Tim is trying to uh, reverse curse the old Chiefs who are playing his Jets this week. That's just my take. That is
2: not what's going on. That's not what's going on here. That is the next game too. Game of the week. Jets
1: at (laughs) Kansas City. Minus 19 and a half. That's moved. It was minus 21 when it opened. 48 is the over under. We covered. Yeah, first cover of the year for the Jets last week against Buffalo. Uh, did you know that the implied points scored by the Bills based on expectation of their offense was 41, but they kept committing yeah. penalties in the red zone and pushing themselves backwards? Did they carry
2: yeah, their Allen played. Off? Yeah, I mean, no. I mean, Allen played terribly, but he's not very good. And uh, they won a- 18-10. Like, yeah, okay. It's unfortunate. That's a game we should have won, we could have won, and we let off our racket. Sam Sam Darnold four passing yards in the second half. It was a very Impressive bad second half. half. But like no, no, he, he played poorly in the second. But look, you know, he hadn't played since October 1st. He oh, had, yeah. it had been oh, 25 yeah. days oh, since yeah. he played. Crowder didn't play. Oh, yeah. He and Mims hasn't haven't played together. other. Mims actually looked good, and I, I felt pretty good about his performance. I actually did. Mims uh, did Mims d- everyone looked good on like the first two
1: drives, and they were absolute dog shit the rest of the yeah, game. Yeah,
2: it, it I mean, listen, the buff, Buffalo tightened up and, and played better and and to their credit. But, I mean, we saw in that game more like Josh Allen's just very sloppy and you can't trust him, and he played very sloppily. Well, when you say can't trust him, what do you mean? Trust him to do what exactly? Hang on to the ball when he gets hit. Every time he gets hit, I kind of anticipate him going to fumble. Paul Paul will stipulate this. He is by no means someone you feel confident with ball handling. I I would feel, listen, one thing that I've seen with Josh Allen so far over the
1: past year and a half, so this year and last year, give him the ball with two minutes left, he's going to get you down the field and score. He does that. Or turn it over. He's sure, that but game. he's he'll get you there more often
2: than not. Whereas anyway, Sam, I mean, Sam Darnold I, can't complete a pass. Sam had a bad second half, but it's frustrating because, we, again, we that there are very, very few games we're going to uh, win this year. I feel like that was one of the very few, and we sort of let it slip between our fingers like like Quicksilver. So that's uh, very frustrating. Then we come into this game. We're the worst team in the league, and we're playing the best team in the league. And the line is, I mean – I looked this up I mean Denver played Jacksonville the year. Denver was amazing, and Jacksonville was terrible. The line was twenty eight The line should be closer to that than this. There's no value on the jets at nineteen and a half there wasn't i didn't think there was a drop in value on the jets until it got to be twenty one and a half and insofar as it's not there, we take Kansas City. The coin is taking the jets in this game.
1: Jeff, you hit on something at the very beginning of this, which I think is important. Do you think it was? insulting to the Jets that the Bills didn't carry their kicker off the field in
3: their win. It might, mm. it might have been.
2: And how dare I mean, listen, the, the grievance I have here. I have a moment of levity on the Twitters about a terrible field goal kick from that Buffalo kicker. And you can't wait to throw that photo video of me kicking in Minnesota when I first I hadn't done any warm up. That kicker had done tons of warm up. I wasn't dressed for it. He is dressed for it. And like he's wearing the right stuff, I'm not wearing the right. Stuff. Like I-, I thought that that wasn't right, and I couldn't defend myself adequately from that. And I'm sure you had a good old fashioned chuckle when you put that up there. And I should have I should have realized after I tweeted it that he's gonna try to put I just, blocked out of my mind that that GD video existed. But anyway, I just want people to say, listen, I wasn't dressed for it. I hadn't gotten any warm up kicks. Cut me a little slack here. Um. How differently does it go? It is, this cl- is this clip what you're referring to? Ah, bit left.
4: Now I see you aimed left again.
2: Yes, that's the clip. Again, look, do you think I'm dressed and ready to kick footballs? No, I'm not. I'm not prepared. Uh, so cut me some slack. Don't judge me so harshly.
4: That wasn't even the most egregious take that you had. I'm looking at it right now. If you give Darnold time, this is on the first drive last week. If you yes. give Darnold time, as the line has on this drive thus far, literally the first drive that ended up in a field goal, you will see that he's the best QB in today's game. And then now Which, all of a sudden, Mahomes is the best quarterback in the No, no, by today's league.
2: game, I, I, I worded that poorly. Oh, by I
4: thought today's you meant in the game, game in I general. The game
2: going on today. Oh, which was Buffalo. Oh, which, wait, 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 he was, which is also. And which is what? If as he, as we power
1: outrageous. ranked the quarterbacks in that game. He's what? Fourth? Is he better well, than Barkley? We don't know.
2: I was of the opinion, still am. I think Sam's a better, better quarterback.
1: In face of what evidence would you uh, have to back him?
2: I just about? thought he was clicking on that first drive and I got it. Because I, li- I like I him like, better.
1: So he's better, Jeff. Who's better, Jeff? You're a big Sam Dartle guy, Josh Allen or Sam Dartle? Josh
3: Allen. It's not even close. I mean, it, Tim oh, has got to stop. can't help it no he's got he's got to stop he's got to stop i've been here before i was the loser of a class with this still a successful quarterback eli won two ben won two
2: i thought you were talking about 2020
3: no i well we'll see how that goes like you gotta (laughs) you 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 can't you dying on this Baker Mayfield was um, electric
1: in the second half. Without, five Odell, with five touchdowns, without Odell, with losing
3: Bengals. an O lineman, like he he literally led his team like Jarvis Landry, and Mario Van People's. You got if you're not willing... like you got to stop. You got us one thing I swear on my life will never happen from me. It won't. Do I? I hope Burrow. Oh, I hope Herbert is really good. That's all I can hope for. And if he's good. Then I don't have to worry about the other guys, but I will not be on this agenda of thinking like Joe Burrow is bad. That's not true.
1: That is the entire Tim's entire argument with this, where he's trying to tear down Josh Allen and everyone else in Baker Mayfield. He only has to present that argument when he knows that the guy he roots for is bad. Because if he was good, you're right, it wouldn't matter. Yeah, I don't care. Like no, I hope I'm everyone does facts well. Do about I?
2: Allen being sloppy. And then you said Sam Darnold was better than he was. I think he's got better potential. What the I hell does that better... mean? Well, I mean, that's the eye of the beholder, I guess. I Maybe you trust... need fucking glasses, pal. Anyway, given this, the odds that are stacked against Sam, anyway, whatever, it is what it is. I don't really want to rehash it any further other than to say that tweet of Je- uh, that Paul read only meant that the Jets-Bills game. I feel,
1: like, I feel like game. that's retroactive analysis after you started no, I've, getting I've long said clobbered. That long you, got, you got clobbered on that tweet when
2: you put it out.
3: I did, the and then I realized, the okay, I, I
2: defense. It was very poorly worded, and I, I was. I no. I, did you see Easton Stick
3: play two plays and got the Chargers four yards? Okay, sure, yeah, all
2: right. You want to take shots? I mean, I, I, I can. We can play this game. The the best comment.
1: I actually do want to find this. Uh, what can I go back to to find it? Is so That Easton oh Stick God. is playing the wrong sport. Uh, it was not. That was actually just a uh, text that I Somebody
3: literally hit me up privately telling me that if the Jets get first overall and Trevor Lawrence and Tim invests in a single Lawrence rookie, he is selling every single card he owns. <laughs> He's well, getting Lawrence out of, to come of to the Jets. He's already cards. said that. If yeah. Tim invests in a single trading card next summer.
2: Well, I would just say if Lawrence decides, comes with senses and wants to be... Big man in the biggest city. There's a prism with his name on it. That could be mine. <laughs> that,
1: but... wants, to to, wants to go to New Jersey to play for the tier two New Jersey team? Sweet. Here's what uh, at Zavaruka said about your kicking team. And I thought this was quite, it's quite some insight. He said, according to you, uh, about you, it's like he wants to kick it as hard as possible, but was told that if his foot gets above his waist, he'll die. So he just stops.
2: Okay, fine. That is is the best assessment I've seen of your kicking style. Have your fun, people. I mean, it is what it is. But again, cut me some slack. I'm wearing jeans. I'm not. I'm I'm warmed up. We're in a button down shirt. It's not like I'm ready and comfortable to, to kick football. So cut me some slack. That's all I ask. Well, maybe don't be lipping kickers in the NFL telling them that you can be better than them. I said I could miss it by as much as he
1: did, which I kind of think I could have because I'm good at missing kicks. Do, do we need to like put up? Was. Do we need to put up the cl- clip again that on the ten yard field goal that you couldn't make? Well, it's like thirty five yards,
2: and I'd rather you didn't.
4: I'd say we give Tim a second opportunity. You should get one of your buddies to, uh, like, I mean, there's not much to do. It's COVID times. Go out to a park and start uh, trying to kick some field goals. Let's see what you got on tape.
3: Yeah, even even we'll get the wind an at your back.
4: Post it up onto the interwebs. I'm sure people will love it. It's not a bad idea it's for you.
1: Idea. For you, it's a terrible idea. I agree. It's a good idea,
3: and you can wear the joggers and do all the warming up you would like.
2: No, that's fair. I would certainly take those excuses. I actually off have the a table. question
3: because Tim doesn't he claim like he doesn't even wear sweatpants ever? Well, he wears. Like he's above. No, he wears like basketball
2: shorts a lot,
1: and he tucks his sweater vest into his basketball shorts. So <laughs> no. he does. That's happened. That that's
2: that that's definitely happened. I, I certainly have and do wear sweatpants on occasion. I'm I'm not above that, not like anywhere nice, but uh, you know, going over to a friend's house or whatever. Sure,
1: I've been pretty pro right. sweatpants during quarantine. I'm not going to lie to you. Very comfortable. Yeah, no, there's nothing wrong. With, there's nothing wrong with them in the right circumstances. Like I'm not wearing I mean, my skin tight jeans to show off my package as I'm going out because I'm just not going out anymore. So it's tough. Yeah, <laughs> I hear that. Ah, you don't have Matt,
2: That should be. The, I wonder. You should just wear really tight jeans all the time, Tim. What would be like that time when Kramer had them on and he couldn't get them off? (laughs) Or it would be like when Krusty were Hover put on Krusty's pants and they just fit really well. These are the best-fitting
3: pants of my life. (laughs) Burn those pants. Uh Kansas City. Yeah, Kansas City. (laughs) What will it cost for the Bell Anytime touchdown? 150? I I I had this written down. Because like it feels free money. The books aren't gonna let us all take it. I hope it happens. But the game. They are going to make sure he scores a touchdown. And the game, because the spread is so big, the score can be so big. The Chiefs are the Chiefs. Listen, I'm going to give a sneak peek. I actually wouldn't think it's crazy if that's something you wanted to do with Melvin Gordon. The difference is opportunity. The Chiefs can actually dictate this. The Broncos, who knows how many times they get to the goal line. They just have to score. The Chiefs can make a concerted effort as a team... Chad Henney scored a touchdown
1: yeah, for them last To let week. this
3: guy give the middle finger at Adam Gase, and I think Andy Reid's a player's coach who's going to let him do it. Yeah, I'm sure the players would want him to do it, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't... Like, what, minus 200? I bet you it's probably, like, plus... I don't one. think it's plus money. I, it has to be. Not, I don't think it's, it it's not
1: out yet, but...
3: I remember last year there was a Sunday nighter where Saquon was like minus 280 to get his anytime and he didn't get it or something.
1: Yeah, I can see that if it's just Bell is the backup running back. Like No,
3: no, yeah, but it's the backup on a no, team. That's, I, I, underst-
1: yeah. I understand that, but
3: there's no way that you could make him. They would take zero action on that. Right? I would. Oh, you're right. Zero. If it's plus money, it, it, it might be my super lock. <laughs> that's fair. I would say it's plus 150. Super lock. It is what I'm guessing that Super it is. Super lock prop. I've never given a prop before on the show. This, or like, uh, yeah.
1: Well, it's not even out yet, so it's tough to... But
3: I imagine, like, this and all your conversations, and, like, I imagine something like that will make Brad's, like, pirate board. Maybe. We'll see you on Sunday morning. Tune in
1: live, 10 a.m. Eastern Time, Mayo Media Network. Subscribe to Mayo Media Network, by the way. If you're out there, if you're listening to the podcast, go read and review it, okay? Um, Tim said, I don't want to start this, but it, if we win tomorrow and New England loses, we could actually be two games back in the division after next week. Well, I'd like them to be up and running for next week. If we beat Buffalo, comma, I think we could shock the world and beat Kansas
2: City. Yeah,
1: there's a lot of conditionals in there. Why why, why bring it up and tell us about that if you weren't thinking that was already going to happen? You admitted to being on the fucking playoff machine. For no, the it's not
2: available. I was looking for it. It's not available yet. I think with this new team, like they have to create a new algorithm for the to the seven spots uh yeah i mean i started to get excited and thought, thinking okay like if the the bills are bad and the patriots are bad and the dolphins are bad is there a world in which this could happen but this when, is it why would start you cry. With, <laughs> it would start with buffalo winning, beating buffalo and then I, again i didn't even put the word if in capital letters saying that it was massively caveated so i i don't think i can take too much heat for that one i think you're fishing a bit there
3: why are you looking for a simulator that will tell you you could get a hole in one? Because if I don't start simulating five? in
2: week seven or eight, there's no way I can get the Jets even into the playoffs. Why are simulating? you looking
3: for a simulator that can tell you you can get a hole in one on a par five?
2: <laughs> a condor, as it's called, I think. I don't know, but uh, that's
3: essentially what you're trying to like, find someone to tell you you can do.
2: It would be fun. Okay. It would just be fun. That's why. When it's side, we
3: grinding, are going to get roasted this week. We're all together again. Oh, yeah. It is
1: going to be a bet. We're either all going to go 13 and three or three and 13. I, I don't even know which one of these games I want to. The only one I actually feel like good about betting is like Green Bay at this point. Um, Tim, on the no warm up thing, got a response from one of our friends uh, that says, <laughs> I played softball with you. Your warm up is just having a sick. <laughs> Are you a big stretcher, Tim?
2: I have to say that I am not. Never was. Even when I played you know, rep hockey, I was never much of a stretcher. You're, you're just limber as it is? I was then. Now I'm just not. And so why waste any? Uh, it's like nowadays I don't hit too, too many shots at the range before a round. When the range is around. You only, got, like, you only got so many shots in you. Don't, want to wear I, don't want to waste too, I don't want to waste too many. I'm not Tong. I haven't got that in me.
3: No, I am like Tim. I feel like I've only got X amount of good ones in me today. I cannot burn any of them on the range. I'd rather uh, just four or five or ripper. six
2: just to just to get the juices flowing. Yeah, I'm a good like, OK, I need to go putt and chip. That's where my strokes are won and lost anyway. So why am I just trying to hit my driver 275 or something like. I don't can need to that too. I, I, see, to, I, if dude. there's one
1: thing Cus can do, he can hit bombs off the tee. I actually have started to, uh, the, I play so infrequently now that I don't go to the range at all to hit any shots. I just go to the putting green, so I'll chip and I'll putt. Mainly because my swing is so bad that the stiffer I am without getting like stretching or relaxed, it actually straightens out my drives. It's like, for the first three holes, I can kind of hit the ball straight, and then like I'm warmed up, and then it's like in the woods every single time. So like, the, the stiffer I am, the better trajectory like my swing plane ends up on. Anyway, that's a uh, golf talk, golf coaching with Pat Mayo. Uh, next game, Gangsters Paradise by Coolio featuring LV at the Cleveland Browns. Baker Mayfield just had to shed Odell Beckham, and all of a sudden he's MVP. Browns are favored by two and a half. 54 is the over under. This is the make or break game for the Browns this year, I think. They and win this- the Raiders for that matter. Yeah, potentially so. Um, but I think that the Raiders can beat up on like the Broncos kind of thing too. Right, but it. we're
2: talking about tie breaks. This is going to be one of those massive games come January that will determine maybe a maybe team getting in or out or what seed they're in.
1: Potentially so. I just think that if the Raiders want, if or sorry, if the Browns are going to make the playoffs this year, this is the caliber of team that they need to be. And they have not shown they can beat this caliber of team yet. They either beat the really bad teams or lose to the really good teams. They've had so few games in this territory. And the Raiders have beat like good teams.
2: Yeah, we got to give them a pass for last week. They didn't have an O line.
1: Yeah, that's, I wish I had known that
3: before we all picked Las Vegas. Well, Well, quickly on that, (laughs) we picked Vegas. I was forgetting it was on Sunday night. The second that game (laughs) leaves Sunday night and it flips the dynamic of being such a publicly Tampa Bay win my money back game. I want to know part of it. Um, yeah, I don't know. Tim seemed like he had an opinion that I interrupted, so let him give her.
2: No, just that I really, really like Oakland. Or sorry, Las Vegas here uh, for the reason for the reason Pat said. Uh, look, the Browns have beaten up bad teams, and in fact, they had to go to the wire with the Bengals uh, kind of twice this year because you know this is a eight and eight caliber team who struggles with bad teams and sometimes doesn't. And I think the Raiders beat Kansas City can't imagine a world in which uh, Cleveland could. Uh, I just think the Raiders are a better football team. Last week was aberrational because of you know, not having an offensive line. And they were in that game until well into the third quarter before things really got sideways on them uh, to give them their, their due. I expect the Raiders to, uh, to win. And uh, we're teasing the Raiders up. They're uh-huh. the second part of a five-team par- uh, teaser.
1: So Vegas to nine and a half? Yes, indeed. Uh, I like Cleveland here. I think it's kind of disrespectful to Cleveland getting less than three at home. I think Trent Brown being out for Las Vegas, which he still will be, uh, at least by all accounts, he will be, that the defensive line for the Browns is just going to eat them up. And there was something, and maybe it's because they were losing by so much in the game, and maybe it's because the Bengals' defense is so bad. But after Beckham went out, it seemed like Baker just... He Everything. looked really good. He He, made me- quick, he, made, he didn't force the ball Spread anywhere. Spread ball. Quick decisions. He was able to move around a bit. And the Raiders don't present any sort of pass rush.
3: And he didn't feel like he had to force a ball to anybody. Like he could throw to who he wanted. Yeah, you got
1: Peoples and Higgins and Harrison Bryant. I, I'm with
3: you, Pat. Let's go. I, I'm on Cleveland here. The only thing I don't like about needing Cleveland to win this week is I don't want the, Raver, the Raiders off back-to-back losses for the game that gets me back to 500. <laughs> That's going to be week. tough. Because I feel like it just sets uh,
1: up. I, I, you know what? In the game that could get you back to 500, watch out for this week, pal.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> buddy. I, I'm not expecting a party, but I'm just, I'm in my own head. You're
1: doing the playoff machine with Tim? Not a, no,
3: no. Let me be perfectly clear. Let me be perfectly clear. Tim is working on this machine at 0-5. <laughs>
1: I would would 7, by the way. do you
3: know the first time I would allow myself to try to load that machine is when I get to, if I got to 500, I would allow myself to play. So So in my head, 4 and 4 would be lovely, 5 and 5, maybe realistic, 6 and 6, plausible. But not until 500 would I even load that machine up as it pertains to me finding my quest.
2: Really, if your team was 6 and 7, you would say, no, I'm not looking at this.
3: But maybe we'd be six and six. So it's six and six. I would. But you know what? I'm not looking at it now.
2: Okay. No, I I I believe you.
3: I need to get to 500. Once we're back to level, then we can worry about a next step. But I need a. I I am. I look at that schedule and I try to be realistic and find the 500 point. That's all. I'm not 0 and six scarfing a playoff machine.
4: Ah, guess what? Seven.
3: That's the word of the day! Scarf! <laughs> <laughs>
4: That's
0: very
3: good.
1: Did you know, Jeff, that Tim has beats to large merge?
3: That is something else. <laughs> That's terrible. What? What do you got against large merge? I should have just worn She's some a overalls in a hat. She's a terrifying
1: demon? <laughs> you
3: could have been a large, large.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Ah, wasted opportunity. Do people know that movie? I mean, people know Pee-wee Herman, but it's scared have people me. Seen
3: is great. It is terrifying. Yeah, it's scary.
1: I That's a good like pseudo
2: Halloween movie. There are some scary moments. It it's no Ernest scared stupid in terms of being terrifying. The most terrifying movie on earth.
1: It's pretty scary. I mean, I haven't seen it since I was six years old, but it really it stuck. Would be with no me. less
2: terrifying.
3: Those fucking gnomes, man. Yeah, and the mean, like, bully guy. I don't know. I remember just being Turned scared. into
2: those little wooden statues? Oh, yeah. Terrifying.
3: Cleveland for
1: me, me. and you in the coin. Vegas for Tim. <laughs> One thing I don't understand about Gruden. I appreciate, like, he knows he's, especially after, like, the first few plays and just watching how that Tampa game comes up. Brady's looking awesome. The team's looking awesome. You know you need to pick up something somewhere. He can't turn the ball over. He goes for it on the fake punt in his own end and gets it. Do you have that little faith in your offense that they can't get a yard? Like, why do you have to resort to fake punts? I don't. I know. I don't, that's the part I don't understand about some of this stuff. Occasionally, a fake punt for a big play. I get that because it catches the other other team completely off guard. But this isn't the first time Gruden like yeah. Gruden does this. Like, does your offense suck that much?
2: You don't trust them to get a but
3: yard? But maybe I don't know. But coach, Belichick
2: does this too, and used to do it all the time. Yeah, and
3: not uh, get it. But I want to. Can I say? I think they think that the opposing coach thinks if it is fourth and one, you would just go for it, not fake. Like, you're not on that at all. Like, yeah, that like, thing, like they're chats, trying to exactly. out psych the psych. Like, we had Ladanian. Oh, we're going to come up with eight passes because you think we're just handing the ball to Ladanian yeah, we'll, all day. We'll, we'll give it to Sproles against Baltimore on fourth and two. Kabam! <sighs> that was the <laughs> bullshit spot Ray Rice gave. It was, it was short. It was short. It was close, but it was short. Uh, no, Baltimore we- won the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah. New England at Buffalo. Another good game. Eh, Buffalo's favored by three and a half at home. 43 and a half is the over-under.
2: I locked up the Patriots.
1: I locked in New England last week. Um, that didn't go so well for me. They were horrible. And then Jeff Garcia's on TV afterward, just basically taking a page out of Tim's playbook. <laughs> he like, was t- not holding back, was he? My goodness. No, no, he was not. Do you think he would have said the the same thing about Sam Darnold if Sam
2: Darnold had shown up in a funny hat? I have no idea. I, I, I don't know this, but I speculate that a lot of this goes back to him refusing to dive on that ball in the Super Bowl and having lost a ton of respect from people. I can't confirm that. That's a total intuition that I have. But like when it happened, Phil Sims was furious about it. And other quarterbacks who seem like older quarterbacks who sort of bristle like he's right. That, that seems to be the moment when he had a chance in the Super Bowl and said, you know what? I'm not going to risk injury and dive on that ball. I think that just left a taste in their mouths. And now anytime he, he treps up, they're ready to, to take a whack at him. I think that's what's going on here. I can't prove that. That's just my working theory of the case.
3: I think Tim is onto something because I don't. I wish I could remember the quarterback and maybe we watched the exact same thing. But it was a veteran, like well-respected quarterback, saying like, "I'd net like the second that happened, I would never want this guy." And I feel like maybe that's a common theme. I don't necessarily agree with it. I'm a Cam supporter. Um, I wasn't one of these guys that said, "Oh, like how genius the Patriots were uh, two weeks ago." I think he deserves a chance to play his way out of it. But well, you watch him try to throw the football. It looks like the injured cam again from like a year ago. Yeah. so Where, where it's flat. He also just where had coronavirus. Um, so, off like, th- 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 that, That's
1: what I was thinking, too. Like, he was fine until he got coronavirus.
2: Then he comes back, and all of a sudden he's terrible. Like well, dad- that's it. So, I mean, I think you got to cut the guy some slack. He just came back from coronavirus. That being said, here I stand like Martin Luther. I can do no other at the tide of worms. I'm taking the Patriots. Uh, they got to win this game. If they lose this game, then they go to two and five, and they've lost already to the Bills. And the division be- for, for the terms of the Patriots begins to spiral out of control. And then God knows what happens next because we, we don't know. So if you believe, as I do, that New England should be competitive for this division right down to the wire, because Buffalo is kind of soft in all the ways that matter, then I'm going to take the Patriots. We're teasing New England up to 10 and a half. I think it's a great tease. You get through a bunch of key numbers that way. And uh, we're, we're rolling with them. Let's uh, make our stand. If we lose, if, the, if we lose betting on New England, so be it. I think we have to cut loose uh, this fish. But I'm sticking with them for one more game. Paul, where's your head at with this game? I know if there's no game that, as a Bills
1: fan, you want to win more than beating the Patriots at Orchard Park. But three and a half seems really low feel like it should be way more than
4: this. I mean, there's Josh Allen versus bad Josh Allen in this game. Cam Cam Newton's basically just jo- bad Josh Allen. He can't throw the ball. Josh is a better runner at this point in his career. <laughs> I love the fact that Tim's on the other side. I feel like last week's kind of... You had some stats about like them getting penalties and and different things happening against the Jets last week. I think that was kind of a big-time look-ahead spot. I think we can cover the three and a half. And I haven't you been said impressed the ex- by anything. The Patriots got like basically pounded by the Broncos not that long ago. Like they're a mess. You? If we win, this, we win this game. We win this game. This division is pretty much unlocked. Oh, oh, you better, oh, you better hope, hope two, to it. You better hope to. I'm not scared not good. of the Dolphins. You guys are nuts.
3: I I I will get to the I Dolphins. Soon. I love it. I agree with a lot of what Paul is saying and to something you said like 10 minutes ago in the, the Jet game. The Bills, I mean, there was a scenario where they did could have put up a 40-burger. I mean, even if two of those touch field goals are touchdowns, it's a cover. It just looks different. They did get in situations. They didn't execute. It was a look-ahead game against a team that is worse than dog shit. Um, yeah. Were they not on a short week too, Buffalo?
2: Buffalo had played. Was the a the green. early Monday. Buffalo played the early Monday again. Yeah, it's week. a Tuesday game, Monday game. Yeah. This is
3: the game. This is the game.
2: Finally, This is, finally this is the game. Like
3: this normal. is the game. They knew they could win last week, like with the C effort.
2: Well, they better because they haven't been impressive in a month. So You're not wrong.
3: The stakes raised on them with Tennessee and Kansas City. And not covering against the Jets, I guess, at a, at a fun number that was coming down every, every day. Maybe that's because Sam was playing and not Flacco. Um, yeah, I think so. so. You're not wrong. The Bills still need to show us something. And now this is the game. This is the Patriot game. This is the game you, in building up Paul speaking, with what you refer to. This is the game. So
1: in my mind, it goes one of two ways. It might be an alternate point game if you really want to play it. It's either Patriots money line. Because Josh Allen just gets confused by the defense. Bill's in a minus nine and a half, you're saying? No. Well, here's what I'm saying. That you take the Patriots' money line, and you go on the fact that Josh Allen turns the ball over a bunch. The Bills' defense hasn't been good uh, whatsoever. And just Josh Allen does stupid Josh Allen things, gets tricked into things by Bill Belichick. These are the type of quarterbacks he's usually good against. Or... The Patriots are awful. They have no offensive line. Their defense is missing like eight starters from B at the beginning of the year when they just decided not to play. And their defense is horrible outside of basically Gilmore. That Buffalo just pounds them yeah. like wins by like thirty
3: five. Yeah, like the spot they've been waiting anybody? for for years. like the finally this kid that bullied us forever. Now we're the bigger kid. Like we are gonna we are gonna put up the points that Billichick. Always put up. It that, did, like it, we're just not t- it
1: just doesn't feel like bills by six. I I lean bills by a you're lot leaning. or lose.
3: I feel I feel like this is the it's gonna be a shit kicking. I feel like it is gonna be a a a a feather a tar and feathering, um, that's been inside of the bills for a long time. Well,
2: I hope. I mean, you- look, buff buffalo. Beat the Jets by 10, Dolphins by three, Rams by three, and they tried to gag that away. Raiders by seven. Then they got demolished by the Titans, didn't show up against the Chiefs, only beat the Jets by eight. Buffalo hasn't been an impressive football team all season, except for like the first half against the Rams. I'm sorry. I'm not ready to coronate them. And that's what you're doing when you take Buffalo in this game. You're
1: coronating. No, no I, I, I'm not I, I'm I would, I, I would, would say it's New more of a bet like, that New England's toast. Yeah,
3: I, I'm picking them to beat up an, a really inferior football team. I'm not coronating them as AFC
2: champions. But that is a de facto result. Beating of this
3: team in its current form? Is a de facto to that? Covering a three and a half point spread? Well, it
2: means the Patriots go to two and five and they're done. Buffalo goes to five and two and ha- are like eighty-five to ninety percent likely to win the division at that point. and that's very plausible.
3: And that's exactly what so you Paul are said.
2: coronating them by picking Buffalo. That's the that's the practical cash value of, of what you're doing. You're calling them the best team in the worst division in football. We're
4: just well, saying, do you, saying that you really Patriots think it's worse than codes. the NFC East. We're not saying that they're going to win the AFC. I don't know. I be
1: do, does the AFC East play the NFC East this year? They don't do that. No, no. I would don't. be they, they very game. curious to see how those teams match up. I don't know. Like
2: Washington anyway, might be the best team of those. Is Buffalo Washington- reminds me of that Carolina team from a couple of years ago that started like 5-2 and two and then finished 6-10. and 10. You just really hate Buffalo. Bills fans love this. Can you still hear
3: him, Jeff? This is great. Uh, yeah.
2: Well, I just to look at their games, it's like that line from the Book of Daniel that has been weighed in the balances and found wanting. That's who Buffalo is. Who's weighed?
4: All frauds.
2: They're kind of fraudulent. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
1: so yeah, Jeff, if you, can you actually hear him? You just you're sitting there playing; it's very distracting to me. No, we, I can't. We had hear him. We had a you, of you can or can't. Yeah, right now, I cannot hear him. That's why the I keep. You can the or Can you hear
2: me now?
4: Hello, hello. No, I can I can hear, hear him fine.
2: Can
1: you hear I me now, hear Jeff? So you play with the bottom of the, uh, of the earpiece. I'll get into the next game here, and then we'll throw to Tim, and then you can audio test him here. Colts at Detroit. Detroit's three point dog at home. 44 and a half is the over under. I, everything in me. I don't think it's that Jeff. It's the bottom of it. <laughs> everything in me wants to take. <laughs> wants to take the Lions, but I just feels like the Lions are going to do something fucking stupid and gag this away. So
2: Colts for me. Minus three. Tim, who are you taking? I am taking the Colts. They fit my my theory. Dome teams that go on the road the last two weeks. You yeah, you keep laughing Super at me, soft. but the last two weeks, dome teams on the road keep winning and covering. I like the, the, the Colts in this game. I mean, the numbers say the Colts and, and Vegas certain respect the Colts are a darn good football team. And I like the Lions, but the Lions are dummies and they make stupid mistakes. The Colts, I think, are, are less likely. I mean, if you look at this game, you say, okay, when it comes down to it, which team is more likely to do something ludicrous to lose? Now, Rivers is more than capable of it, as we've seen but the Lions are almost in a class amongst themselves here. So I'm going to take the Colts. I don't love it by any means, but again, I like that. I like when a team goes on the road indoors when they're a dome team. And uh, that's what Indianapolis is doing here. So I'm taking them. You
1: mentioned that the Bills could be like that Carolina team that started like six and one then gagged it all the way. That was after Cam Newton got hurt, by the way. But doesn't Indianapolis kind of feel like that team? Like if you look at the advanced metrics, sure they, they look really good through four weeks and like and then every week when the pressure's been kind of turned up, like, oh, this is like an actual legit team that they haven't maybe the bye week has rectified some of their injuries and some of their problems, but like they were not impressive, despite the fact that I'm taking them in this game.
2: Like I got no faith in them. No, I agree.
1: Okay, we'll, we'll stop so we can fix your your earpiece here because this is the most distracting thing in the world. Audio problem solved. Jeff can hear again. He's not deaf, which is fantastic news. So who's your pick?
3: And I can imagine how distracting that probably was.
1: Well, you also have to think that it's not me who is fiddling with your earpiece.
3: It was you. So if it was me, I'd be like
1: this kind of thing or I'd be yeah, like- I'm Yeah, I'm like, like
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you see Bruce Arians figure out how he could have a shield and a headset on at the same time? And like, he noticed this is the moment he realized this isn't so bad. He let out like a quirk smile and the camera caught it. It was, I don't know. Anyhow, I'm on the Colts here. Lions off that emotional last second win. Indianapolis off a buy. I think Frank Wright is a really good coach. Do you know what Philip Rivers record off the buy is against the spread? 0-26. Oh, yeah. Close. 5-10. and ten. I don't know what to make of that. I just, as a whole, I want to just blame every coach he's ever had.
2: He's just, he's just parenting a lot on the bye. Well, oh, that was the other part. Football.
3: Parenting. But this is also what I wanted to say. One thing about Philip and the bye is I know, because I've seen all the Tuesday pressers. Do you at- think that Philip is bye? Stop. <laughs> Listen, I... He would just – that would be a problem for him, not for me, because he has certain beliefs that would probably cause conflict. I have no issues if that's what he was.
1: Is. Just throwing it out there.
3: So on all those years, I guess, post-15 of them, uh, Tuesday, Philip would step to the podium, talk about what he did on his bye week. He mentioned he watched a lot of football. He loves football. Or it was a
1: true bye week.
3: Football. Uh, is his life. It's what he loves. So I have this question. Do you think Philip creeped mom's new boyfriend on the weekend? River strikes me as someone who watches the games anyway, if
1: he's not playing, like like if if he wasn't in the Monday night game that he watched, whatever the likes football, big fan. But yeah, he probably had a quick beat to Herbert.
3: Yeah, he probably had to check out mom's boyfriend's the Facebook profile to see what he's about. He probably even texted his buddies. Like, he probably doesn't make her happy like I used to. Um, anyhow. Do you,
1: do you think he cares what they're up to? Because it feels like he no, left I'm to go joking. on to bigger and better things. Like He has his trophy wife. What does he care?
3: I would argue that if he left. I don't know. I don't know. We never know if. And char- like your comparison, like this Herbert guy, he's the, you know, the, the cool
1: boyfriend. He's defeated. She's. You know, going out with some like divorced single mom.
3: I know, right?
1: Rivers is the one who's got it like good in this situation. He's away from you. (laughs) He's
3: good. Uh I like it. I like, I like the Colts out of a bye. Uh veteran quarterback uh finally has the best coach he's ever played with to help him prepare for a post bye week football game. You don't think Anthony Lynn
2: was
1: the best coach he ever had?
3: No, and it wasn't Ellen DeGeneres either.
2: (laughs) Norv Turner was a good coach, and I will not hear anything other. Schottenheimer was probably their best
3: coach. Was he there with Shot- Schottenheimer? Yes, that we yeah. had one 14 year, fourteen and, and, two, and two, and then him and AJ and yeah, whatever. Let's move on. That was the Marlon McCree game. If I could have a moment back in life, Rams at Dolphins. Two
1: a two a. Did you put this at the back <laughs> on purpose? Is no, just I didn't. It's just, just how it ended up. Uh, Dolphins are four point underdogs. Forty six is the over under. Sunday night game for the Rams. Come now coming across country for the early slate of games.
3: Monday but, night game.
1: Uh, what? I oh, have yeah, Monday night game. Uh, my days are off. So short week for the Rams coming across the country for an early game in the scorching heat of Miami. Although I have now, although it's probably just going to rain the entire time. Who knows? But you get two of them. This seems like uh, a suboptimal opponent for your first NFL start with Aaron Donald looking to kill you. That's not great.
3: But I feel like having Tua, like the Rams, I would argue, are in a bad spot also because of the short week. Tua's not exactly an easy... How do you really prepare for Tua? Like, I think the Rams are just going to freelance this thing defensively and rely on their elite talent players. You know, Ramsey could take half a field away and Aaron Donald creates some havoc. But I think Tua and the Dolphins... When you are on a short week and they've had the bye week is is a um, I don't know if this happened because the scheduling changed, But what a what a horrible, unfair thing for any team to play team off a bye. You just play Monday. But I think Tua makes an incredibly for being a rookie makes an incredibly awkward preparation quarterback.
1: It is a schedule thing because it was supposed to be Dolphins, Jets, bye week, Dolphins, Jets.
3: Oh, yes, you're right. You're right. I- I'm taking you're
1: Miami right. here to cover. I don't know if they win, but I feel like they lose by a field goal. if They lose. Or they get wrecked, one of those things. But uh, Miami's defense, especially their corners, kind of good. Pretty yeah, they had to put. They good. shot
3: down a trade report that they're looking to shop Xavier and Howard. Why? I, I don't know.
1: Not why did they shoot it down. Why are they looking to trade him?
3: Uh, yeah, that's sort of. Uh, even Flores commented on a local paper report saying that. Um, yeah, I don't know. They have tons of draft capital. That's the type of player they they need. Some ceiling players they could afford. To play, pay a handful of players. I guess players. they
1: paid Byron Jones. So, do you want to invest all that much money in that one position? I would say yes. It's besides O and D line and having a good quarterback. Having two awesome corners would be how you want to build yeah. your team.
3: Yeah, I mean, don't I agree. we agree that corner? I mean, obviously, quarterback is premium position, and then defensive end and offensive line. But then it's pretty much receiver corner. Are like I would
2: say corner over receiver.
3: Sure, those are the like next. Big, yeah,
2: I, I, I would tend to agree.
3: Big money positions. Uh,
1: Uh, I'm I'm worried for that. He's just eating grass all game
3: here. Yeah. And I want to say, I think Tim, Tim set me up last week intentionally or unintentionally to like catch me. He put out a premise about like how I would feel if Tua got absolutely like annihilated in this game. And I let out a smirk. And people like freeze framed it and turned that into how excited like I am for two. And you can't even kids. you
1: can't even contain yourself now thinking about it.
3: I want to say I'm interested in how the game goes. Who are
1: you picking?
2: Yeah, well, just just why don't you just say what you mean? <laughs> yeah, say what you want to say that you think
3: too sucks, you and mean. you hope he's bad. I don't think he sucks. I do hope he's bad. But, but if my guy bad. if my quarterback is good, I don't care if he's good or bad. I also want to say the only fans in football who say they're not grasping for air are dolphin fans. They're the only ones. every other no 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 other fan base believes dolphin a real dolphin fan when he says everything is fine. Who
1: are real dolphins fans, like people's grandparents?
3: I don't know. you could say the same about me, but there's a charger fan, and he's sitting across from you.
1: I think this is all just a bit. Your charger fandom. Because I think who works for the chargers? It doesn't even make sense.
3: My point is this is like an Andy Kaufman routine. Yeah. And it's tough to have to go to the well of Tim to support an argument. But but I can only assume when you've been through what the Dolphins have been through at the quarterback position, you are now questioning everything even before he plays. Like, oh my God, did we F this up? No, I think he's going to be fine. I actually love the move to play him. I think he's going to be fine. I think they're going to contend for a wild card spot. But I can understand, like, the extreme paranoia of Dolphin fan. Like, in a much smaller sample, their quarterback quest is sort of like the Dodgers' quest to win a World Series. And you know, in,
1: Did they win the World Series? Is the World Series still going on?
3: When people it are is. listening, it may have ended, and Tim's prediction of a six-game finish for the Dodgers might have been right. But you're Don't wa- worry, I got the tweet written, and it's in my drafts. <laughs> I can't wait. What's, a,
1: what's the old money line tonight? <laughs>
3: uh, um, you know, the Dodger fan thinks he's one, one out away, one strike away from the worst hitter on the Rays from letting Clayton Kershaw pitching game five to close the World Series to give him his Ovechkin turn everything moment. They lose that game on the craziest freaking play and Dodger fan has to be thinking, oh my God, the last two years, oh my God, we're doing it again. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Thankfully and hopefully for Dodger fan, it all works out fine. And maybe Dolphin fans are stronger mentally than me, and they're just but the cool. Jeff. and they're if just cool, and threw, ready to go. Maybe they went are. Through
2: four picks against the Rams, and they lost like thirty-seven to sixteen. You're not going to tell me that in some way you wouldn't at least Riley smile at the television screen. Yes, but here's
3: the, here's the difference. Pa, here's the difference, Paul, pa, Tim. Who are you, my wife? Right, can't, can't time. keep I any time. I don't. Sorry, I don't make any decisions here. In that I got I I took the third of the litter on draft day. They made the decisions and decided to leave me with someone. So the who are you picking? The pressure's on them. I picked the Rams. <laughs> okay, Tim, who are you picking?
2: I- I'm picking the Rams. The Bears were very trendy last night. You could tell within about ten minutes that game was yeah. over. The, the Bears were, were the Bears very, were very not very trendy.
1: All I, of I, the I money the was on, all
2: of the money was on the Rams.
1: And, and you I do
3: wish for Tua that this was against the Jets because it is the a Dolphins strange, are going to be
2: a trendy pick. And I think the Rams are going to crush them.
3: It is a strange spot to say, hello, kid. And like Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey are two of the 11. Exactly.
2: Well, after hearing
1: Tim's very successful prediction of the Dodgers and six, I'm just going to blindly bet a hundred bucks on the Rays. Boom. <clears throat> Plus 100. 100 pays 200. Tim, thank you for my money. We'll see. And Master Sunday, I play Tua. Oh, yeah. That'll be a fun one. We're at the midway point of the show, which means it's time for a Cust Corner. Cust Corner, it's Cust Corner.
0: Cust Corner,
2: it's Cust Corner. He's got the hottest takes with the highest stakes. He should be president of the United States. But it's Cust Corner, it's Cust
0: Corner. Cust Corner.
2: <laughs> got two things we do either or. I guess we, one is not Halloween sensitive, so we can leave that be. I want to pick a bone with the two of you. You know what this is about. Innocuously, I send out Saturday evening what is an innocuous, positive, pleasant, community-minded tweet. Namely, and I believe this to my bones, if you can, you should be giving out full-size chocolate bars at Halloween, particularly this Halloween, when we've all gone through uh, you know, a really tough year. If you can, if you can swing it, if you can afford it, or if you don't live in a neighborhood where you're going to get 500 kids, Even that you should give out full-size chocolate bars, candy bars. If you can, it's a good deed. You remember when you were a kid, how excited you were when you got a full-size one, This is an opportunity. You have to pay it forward. If if it's something you can do, if it's something financially, you just can't do. No one would blame you. No, that's understandable. But if you've got the means and you think you can do it, you should do it. It's the, I think it's the right thing to do. So I tweak this out and you two start ripping me apart. Like, I'm a Rockefeller, by suggesting that <laughs> well, you're not Rockefeller, know.
1: you're Tim too rich. This is a classic no, see, This is a classic that's rich cool. person move,
2: and it's not yeah. even a rich person.
1: Like, it, it is a like rich person move because they just don't they don't even know they make little candy bars.
3: Yes, yeah. Jeeves, go get me yeah, some large candy some bars. bars please. Candy. Go get me a hundred candy bars. That
1: or it's a person who doesn't have a lot of money, who wants to show that they have a lot of money. <laughs> And they're buying big candy bars. Like, I remember growing up, we would probably go to around 100 houses. And, like, my parents would get, or my mom would get, like, 100 people coming to her door. She couldn't be, like, she's not poor, but she couldn't afford to be breaking out, like, 400 bucks to give out in candy on Halloween for full-size bars. Plus, listen, no one is saying that they don't like full-size candy bars. Everyone likes Full-size candy bars. But I think you put undue pressure on your neighbors and things like that as well. Plus, if you give out the full candy bars, you're going to get the same people coming to your door like five times. And
3: the parents don't appreciate it.
1: No, they don't like it. Everyone's, you get the little candy bars. Then be like the kids, oh, you can pick your favorite four, you can go do it. Tim very clearly doesn't have kids and B has never bought Halloween candy to give out in his life. And I guess this year, Tim, do you have kids?
2: No, I do not. Tim,
1: have you ever bought candy to give out at the door?
2: Yes, I have. Have you? Yes, I have. When? Five years ago. I was by myself at the house that I was living at at the time. So I needed to procure the Halloween candy. Did you get full candy bars? I didn't, and I regretted it. Could you have afforded it at the time? It would have been a stretch, but you know what? It would have been nice, and I would have felt good about myself. And like I said, and that's why I said there's a huge caveat in that tweet, which was there, and you guys willingly overlooked it, which is if you can't. Not everybody can for a lot of reasons. No, 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 no. Hold on a second. You can't keep
1: putting your subliminal messages somewhere in the middle of it. You're saying this shit because this is what you think everyone should do. That's the reason. That's the reason to say it. Or or there is no reason to say it. In an ideal world.
3: If you you can't, Pat gave you a bunch of reasons why even if you can, it's not really ideal. You get kids showing up, the same kids showing up five times. Uh... And I think, parents as a parent, it. I don't think the parents, like, want to see a full-size candy bar. Like, you got 100 minis.
1: I mean, I would, because I would probably yeah, take, I, the full, yes, I would take the full-size I, candy I
3: bar. agree <laughs> with that. Um, this is just, yeah, this is Tim Too Rich. This is the type of take, like I said on Twitter, that this is one of the Tim Too Rich takes he could actually, like, play out. Because, I mean, in the end, it's, like, much more feasibly to pull off than, say, buying a palatial estate or a Maserati um, A Maserati
1: doesn't even cut it not a luxury car uh, No so, it is it So is. so it's he, not a jet
3: so he could pull this off but this is also the type of take that, like, Tim, who sees himself as an everyman, like, every man, be like, no, this ain't, you ain't me, man.
1: This is Tim trying to show up his neighbors, too, at the same time. He's like, look how much money I have. No, I'm Tim no, no, rich. no, no. These are, this is a pure motive in that I think it's it not a pure motive. Their, you, you, the kids Halloween happier. I tweeted this out just before we came on the show. Something Tim told us last night. I can't imagine going out for a steak and not buying dry age. Next one. To me, at a steakhouse, price isn't any object. So you're this Tim was my second point. But I was
2: going to leave that for another time. You're, t- you're Tim too rich. No, but my, I think my point stands. There's Your point doesn't stand. At
1: the moment I presented you with expensive steak off, you're like, "Well, not, not that expensive." So well, which one normal. so which one is it? At like shitty when steak places, you're fine with it?
2: When I said price is no object, what I'm saying is, I'm not too disturbed between 75, 85, or 95 or 105 for a steak. Like to me, whatever. If you're going to a steakhouse, then you should get steak that, and you think it's really good. Then twenty or thirty or forty dollars in the difference, whatever. If we're talking hundreds and hundreds of dollars, sure, okay. That's a that is, I guess, a any
1: story. price doesn't matter, Tim. T- and any price it- is fine. Tim is also
3: you. listen last. You know the day here's the thing though. Tim makes these comments, but according to Tim, rules the day before he's at the grocery store ignoring prices. So there's like an extra forty dollars that he's just adding on. Just, or like just spend, it. And, and here we're out. Now we're at the steakhouse. It's another fifty-eight dollars. He's just he's adding Tim on. too rich. These things can add up. Like yes, once in a while, but you literally take this this motto to every aspect of life. No, I, I don't. Tim too I too do rich.
2: There is a time to be economical and thrift. When are you and economical? It, every example that we've pointed out is just you
1: wasting money.
3: Even when you buy four colas for four bucks at the local Seven Eleven, that's not economical. That's lazy.
4: I support you, Tim.
2: Thank you, by the way, Paul. I knew you would. I, I, knew liked, you'd be I on liked my side.
4: I liked said tweet and uh I think these guys are just being too cheap. I uh, think they're kind
1: f- of f- funny <laughs> the the people who have kids have a certain stance on this and the Fair people point. who fucking don't
3: I'm the one handing out candy. I listen, I
4: the people who don't hand out candy and don't have kids. Have I a lot used of to love them. it when I would get a full-size candy bar. That would be my favorite place of the day. I was not raised to go back and go to a second time. Maybe exactly. maybe, maybe that happens, but those maybe people maybe that happens. Those people exactly, always Paul. got a very, Those people always got a whole like a very wholesome thank you. I have really appreciated it. I believe and when, that. when, when people and would that, give small individual ones. Super, okay can you put a, I, 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 you put a price like, on that when i turn into you like a, a price 15 on year old those, those are the people getting eggs i'm sorry he, you can't that, a, you can't put a price little, on that like, like, sick bowl, me putting my hand
3: bagel. and giving you like three mini twixes means i'm getting eggs that's not fair no either.
2: no but you know what that kind gesture is and, and the response you get of someone genuinely saying thank you i'm sorry that's those are the things that make life worth living and so you i don't am, even give out the Things. He said you did it once what, in your life. Th- those types of things, when you just are generally what, what's up?
1: What, what's something? Listen. What's something akin to that? Give, give me an example. Of something you do that is similar to that.
2: I have in the past purchased the food for the person behind me in line at Tim Hortons or at a, 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 a fast food restaurant. Just did it. Oh, you because see, you, I felt see, good. Tim too. Well, it's Tim two rich. Four
3: ninety five. No, t- Tim Too rich is
2: basically like I have so much money I'll pay for that. No, person. it's, it's just. <laughs> you know we only come around this way once and if you can be nice to people and you can brighten up somebody's day i feel like i should try to brighten up somebody's day to whom much is given much is demanded i guess that that's listen not everyone has to live that way i get it i appreciate it and there are lots of constraints on a lot of people and i get it but if you can and you're able that Excitement that you can bring by giving the full size candy bar, I, I think,
1: is I guess, worth it. What's week he saying? Goal. Like, I, I spend That's an extra
3: 150 bucks to put smiles on the kids' faces in the, the neighborhood. Kids are
1: really fucking smiling anyway. They're getting candy and they're going to have so I much it. candy. It's not going to matter. Well, this is what, again, it sounds like, I mean, I don't want to throw it out here because, Tim, I know your parents, but it sounds like they might not have been very nice to you if
2: this is what's brightening up your day. No, but I remember, like Paul, that when I went trick or treating and I got a full size bar,
3: the guy who I ranks went... raisins first is telling me to give out full size candy bars. Yeah, do I'm you, do you, you do, do you even give do you even give out saying, the big
2: size raisins? <laughs> I had the exact same experience that Paul had. It made my night. It made me so thankful. And I thought to myself, this was great. And now that I'm older and it's my turn, right, to start giving things out. That, but but he doesn't. It's about paying things forward in life. I, I think. Again, I think those are the things that matter. And if you think I'm wrong, fine, whatever. But I think that trying to brighten up somebody's day is, is kind of worth it if you can. But if you can't, like, it's not like, oh, you've done some terrible thing. Like you said, Jeff, you give out three Twix, little mini. Tw- that, but not. that's no. how, but
1: that's how you're framing it. it. You realize that? No, I'm not. When you, framing you say what you say, that is the framing that it comes under. That's how people receive it. It was just like it was just like cynical. earlier when you said that Sam Darnold's the best quarterback in the game. If you wish People to read it one way. Maybe you meant it the other way, which is not true, but you had to backtrack from that. But the way people read it was one way. You are not reading what you're putting out there because you're, tim- you're so rich, you don't even understand how people interpret things anymore. No, you and, well, you just live in your own world of wealth. And we get I that. That's fine. have the
2: opportunity now to expound and dilate on what I was saying. And that is a precisely, Paul summed it up better than I could. Uh, it's those intangible things that if you can do it, you should do it. But if you can't, there's nothing wrong with being
4: able to... Well, I it.
3: respect Paul's opinion, but not the guy who'd prefer raisins.
4: The, uh, I love the raisins. By the way, trick or treating's like, canceled forever now, as it is. Yeah, so. you could do it
3: this year. You buy one pack there's of four nobody, big chocolate bars. Like, like, I don't think kids are coming. Candy. I know, like, personally, I think, like, we have a couple friends in the neighborhood, and we're arranging, like, okay, we'll come to your... Like, just to make a, like, a thing. But we're not going door-to-door. We're going to, like, five specific houses of people we know, if that makes any sense. Paul?
4: What about cans of pop? People used to give like cans of pop. Yeah, big pads. Kind of big no, I know, it really weighs down, down your nice, bag, and it's but cheap. they weigh your bag
2: down.
1: It's yep. not so much the bag. I mean, like, not everyone's weak like Tim is, but it's, it's the it, possibility
2: of it getting punctured and then being all over the rest of your candy. Well, that has never happened to me, but I found, like, they, those can weigh you down. It, it's a good and a nice gesture. Go to Costco, get a flat of 40, a couple of flats of... uh Diet Coke or whatever, and give them. I think that's really nice. But uh, I, I don't think it's as effective as other things. That's
1: all. Do, that's do my you, opinion. Do you, do you think that kids uh, really want your Diet Coke? You think they got weight problems?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say they did. It <laughs> tastes better.
1: According to you or according to kids?
2: Well, according to me. Uh, fair enough. Okay. So, so basically, sure.
1: you want Halloween to be what you like the best, not what the people coming to you want. No,
2: no, 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 no. Not, not at all. That's not what as it as
1: seems like, Tim Too Rich.
2: Sure. If you, no, stop. I really don't like that. Please stop. Well, why? Why would you not stop really? having the most elitist takes around? You criticize me all the time for having very terribly low tastes. Yeah, you're kind of
1: like Trump. In the, mm. I mean, you're very, you're like Trump in a whole lot of ways. But this is one in particular where you have this opulence to you, yet somehow I mean, you find the low, lowest yeah. way possible. To there's zero. like
3: bacon bits with a spoon for dinner in there. Aside from these very elite feelings. Yeah,
1: like, but he paid. for the bacon bits for some reason. Like having a gold toilet is what Tim like really thinks about when he thinks about wealth.
2: No, that's not, that is a Tim sort of thing. That's what he would have.
1: It is true. true. These are the things that we talk about all
2: the time. Anyway, I think the the listeners and the viewers will, will be on my side and Paul's side on this. That's my, my contention. I
3: guarantee you they will not be already in the feedback from your original tweet has indicated you are not a man of the people here.
2: In this, I'm a, I'm a man for the people, if not of the people.
1: And, and the the take isn't that people don't prefer large candy bars versus small candy bars. Everyone prefers large candy bars. That's undeniable. But Tim's just trying to show up as neighbors. That's the Well, isn't it.
2: there just a simple logic of if people prefer X and you can give them X? No, because you don't consider X? other I mean, people. There's something simple about it.
1: You don't consider other people in the ramifications of doing that to other people.
2: I mean, I'm mostly concerned about the you. externality no, of you're, making you're the person You're concerned
1: happy. about you. And we know, though, no, you're just a very selfish person. No,
2: Yes, you're very selfish by giving. Yes, I understand. Yeah, but you okay. need to give the most.
3: No, you no. don't give. You're selfish and demanding what the other, with the parents in the neighborhoods participating, I need to give for something a, a, you are not participating in.
2: I, I think there's something else going on here. And I, I, I just that you. you
3: You can't
2: just see the gift for what it is Which is an act of kindness You don't need to dissect and rip it apart Why do we have to rip it apart Like no one's judging anybody's Parenting skills By giving out a full size candy bar instead Someone's just making an act of Genuine kindness Again isn't doesn't have fair? kids,
1: doesn't give out candy, but he has very hot takes on uh, stuff he doesn't. Listen, do. I knew the
4: Paul's people that gave side. up full
1: yeah, su- again. Same guy. Doesn't have. I doesn't also
4: g- don't have kids or give out candy, so <laughs> Nobody, Paul's like, Yeah, I would like. I'd
3: prefer to get a full size candy bar. It's essentially what Paul's take is. It made me really happy.
1: Also, Paul comes from a different situation than Tim does. Paul, the youngest of five, so his brothers and sisters probably stole all his fucking. Yeah, candy Yeah, oh,
3: all the good ones. Yeah, Paul. Like, yeah, they, exactly. They ransacked the good stuff from Paul.
2: Story's true. Yep, that's a true story. Well, that, I have to say, that is not an experience that I had. Lucky to have what I had.
1: <laughs> um, anything else we have here? Should I rerun the clip of Tim's uh, Tim's Halloween candy rankings?
2: <laughs> the revised ones from last year? Sure. Well, let's get to those. Halloween has become a important part of this show, and the sort of connections that this show has made with the fans last year, I put out a definitive listing of the best Halloween candy. And I would say of all the lists I put out, that had the the best in terms of like, SEO value response of any of- You you
1: still don't quite understand SEO value, do you? Besides having Googled what it actually means, like SEO, you have no idea what it is, do you? It it has search engine optimization. Then why would you think that your
4: tweet would do well with this? I, I don't, I don't
2: know, but it, it's it definitely. I think it had the best response rate of any tweet I had. So it did. You I you, you did get pretty ratio. That's true. Oh uh, well, whatever. But I figured since this is the last show before uh, uh, before Halloween that we're recording, that I would come up with another Halloween themed list, and it would be uh, the best Halloween themed movies. Now 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 well, hold, people- hold on. I want to go back to the Halloween candy list in case people
1: missed it. The show is bigger than it was one year ago. So, Tim, uh, your definitive rankings—if you would like to update them—of the best candies at Halloween. Coming in, Jeff, at number one, candy corn. Number two, that pumpkin-shaped candy that's a marshmallow <laughs> that people use as doorstops. Also commonly seen as peanuts other time of the year that are Amazing. Okay, uh, <laughs> Peeps, number two or number three, which are not a Halloween candy, just a uh, candy. but they
2: are—they're jack-o'-lantern shaped. molasses kiss is number four are sometimes called a halloween kiss or a witch's kiss those things are fan i had one today uh uh, after my coffee i i bought some they're on sale uh the fact they were on sale before halloween was actually kind of disconcerting but anyway i bought them i had them uh they're fantastic and good for you good for you are they yeah, it's just molasses. It's like not refined sugar in the same mm-hmm. way that. Yeah, uh,
1: I, I'm gonna I'm gonna launch an investigation on the health benefits of molasses kisses <laughs> after this.
2: Cookies and cream, and then everyone's favorite on your best candy list, Tim, raisins. Yeah, I mean, I was in the grocery store last week and saw the the bags of the sun made uh, raisins in the red boxes, and I thought that's the surest <laughs> sign that Halloween has arrived because people are buying their raisins to give out as gifts. Uh, for, for trick or treaters. Look, they're great. They're healthy. They're delicious. <laughs> they don't weigh down your bag as much as other things do. So there's a great ratio of deliciousness to weight when you're carrying around your trick or treat bag. It's they're just they're they're a great treat. The gloss sets What with the weighs down the honest. bag. But the people used to give up the cans of pop. Do you like the pop, but it weighed the bag down what too much? The
3: psychopath gave uh, you cans of pop. It it, it happens. happens.
2: It happens. Or mini sips. Again, they just weighed down the bag too much. Yeah, you don't want liquids. You don't
1: want to be getting liquids. But you, now you're saying, like, Colossette raisins and stuff like that. That's not what your point was. Your point was that like to get, like, the sun-kissed little red oh, yeah, box no of one raisins.
2: ones are not as good.
1: What? You don't, want you don't think the chocolate-covered raisins are better than the actual raisins? My goodness. If, ra- reason, if raisins <laughs> can compare up to Halloween candy, why aren't you just eating raisins a year long? Which you don't. I do. No, do. I like That's to mix them in my plain yogurt. such over. a fucking lie i do i like to mix a handful into my plain yogurt sometimes oh did you know that tim is eating millennial
2: icelandic yogurt these days i don't know what makes it millennial it's been around for a long time yeah, millennials it just, love it though millennials and hipsters both love plain untasty yogurt i don't just buy the plain one but yes i have been buying the plain one it's great i like to put a handful of raisins in the bowl it's delicious jeff when you wake up in the morning
1: do you say to yourself after you get your daughter off does she go to school yet Yeah, well, whatever,
3: I guess, what would you even call? Like preschool? That kind of thing? maybe before that.
1: You get your daughter off to preschool, and you're thinking, what should I do with my morning? And you're like, you know what I'll do? I'll have some thick Icelandic yogurt, plain, dump in some raisins, and I'm off to a- It's so good! I'm kicking off the day.
2: It's delicious. He also puts lard into it as well. I do not. So the Icelandic sugar's really good. Yeah, raisins are great. They're a great Halloween treat. I would encourage you to buy them and give them out at Halloween. Things
1: oh. Tim doesn't like: Sour Patch Kids, little packs oh, of Sour Patch Kids. Flat.
2: Who doesn't Prats. love it?
1: Who doesn't love Sour Patch Kids? I don't like Sour. sour key. Key. Yeah, he hates like Sour Keys.
2: Oh, you know what he wouldn't have loved? Warheads. Remember Warheads? Oh, I didn't like Warheads. No. Too sour oh, okay. for you? Why well, I didn't like Rockets or those candy necklaces. Rockets aren't even yeah. sour. Rockets Sometimes are just
1: are. no, no. Rockets are not at all. They're Sweet tarts. Those are sweet tarts. Sweet tarts are different. Rockets are, are also I, delicious. I, I believe they call them something else in America. I believe they call them Smarties in America. Smarties are something different in Canada, yeah. but what we call rockets—rockets rockets are gross. Though. Yeah, here yeah, Smarties they're, they're are good, better,
2: ver- but they're not sour. Yeah, here Smarties are a better
3: version of M and M's. No,
1: that is not
2: true. Would you would you go that far, Jeff?
3: What well, do I like better, Smarties or M and M's? I think M and M's are way better. Yeah. No. Yeah. Thank you. I, like, I'll hit up the store the day after. I would rather
1: get a regular... Oh,
2: yeah, November 1st is a great
1: day. I would rather get a regular bag of chips, non-branded chips, than half the shit on Tim's candy list. Agreed. That's because
2: you have bad taste in Halloween candy. I I mean,
1: from the response that you got from this last year, Tim, you said it's been a big response for you when you put this out. How many people do you think agreed with
2: you on this list? Zero percent? Yeah, it wasn't zero. I have a built-in like four percent
3: support for no matter what. <laughs> no, those how that many how zero. many bot accounts are your? Is your yeah? So you have support.
1: thirty-seven burner accounts. So take those votes out of the equation. Then you're down like.
3: I one would and say a half. it was
2: like eighty-five, fifteen negative.
3: His problem is his basis for this list is like he gets confidence probably from the old people he goes on mall walks with. Yeah, they. they These are his, the things that I like. They pump his tires. Tim is the kind of person when when he moves out of his millennial
1: loft that overlooks a lake, which he rails against constantly, yet lives the lifestyle of a hipster millennial, that at least what he claims to be a millennial, which probably isn't true. Either way, when he gets his own house and starts giving out candy and kids start coming by, his windows are going to be broken. (laughs) <laughs> eggs everywhere like you you're,
2: you will have the house that gets toilet papered you know that, no right? i won't give out the stuff I'll, uh, but the stuff i like the best to keep for me that's the good stuff they can have the overrated uh, you know the coffee crisp bars and the mars bars and you know the snickers and the o henry's like they can have that stuff if they like them. the little bags of cheesies uh have at it i'm keeping the the candy corn and the little pumpkins and the peeps and the raisins for me well, I mean, that would completely flip the entire scenario. It sounds like a great house to go to, giving it all the way yeah. to Best Candy. Yeah. And again, Kit Kats are great, but don't break your Kit Kats in half, people. <laughs> Be civilized. Take a bite out of the corn. <laughs> are you sticking with raisins? Of course. Well, I did, they were number one to begin with. Candy corn has always been number one. And I've long said, and I stand by it, candy corn mixed with some Icelandic plain yogurt, <laughs> great Halloween morning breakfast. I know that sounds ludicrous, but honestly, I've done it once, and I really liked it. And you should do it too. Why would anyone possibly want to eat? Do we need to show the kicking video again? Well, you're going to show it or not show it, regardless of what I say. So, <laughs> so we eat like you. We end up kicking like you. Yes, yes, that that's right. That that once a year treat is definitely why. Oh, is it a once a and year? How, up and wasn't uh, how, for- how often do you eat candy corn? A few times in the month of October, and I guess a couple of days after Halloween, and that's it. But you love candy corn. It's why delicious. Don't you, why don't but you give out giant
1: seasonal. bags? I mean, why are you even caring about giving out large candy bars when you've already ranked all of these other things way above candy bars? Are you giving out inferior in your mind candy to the kids?
2: I think it's harder to give out There aren't bags of candy corn you can buy. In why the same Tim Too Rich?
1: You can just buy a big bag. You can. But, but why don't you only... do that? Because you go to the you, store if there. If you are have if you have the means, Tim, why don't like, you do it?
2: <laughs> Because the shelf doesn't have a hundred bags on there, mm-hmm. maybe you can make your own bags. And God forbid, right? I asked the, one of the clerks to go back and look to see if you have more. Because that's the greatest crime I could commit. Uh, so if I took, you uh, know, you know you who know, agreed
1: with us? People that work in grocery stores. Yeah, okay, some did. They some know what they it. know. What's out back, Tim? You fucking don't.
2: And they're telling you, no, we don't have that. Are you sure, you liar?
1: Is basically what you're saying.
2: No, I just I like to be humored. Then just take a double look because you, know, they have, you realize they have things to do, right? Well, you can always look and like it's I'm a, the customer. So. It's a lot like being a, and the customer isn't always right. That's uh, something I don't know. Who came up with that, by the way? Sounds like somebody who like ran Macy's or one of the department stores.
1: I see. I don't think so. It seems like a real mom and pop type of thing for someone who didn't run a giant corporation. Turns out, don't need your fucking business. Someone else coming in your place, um, especially like people like you or. Just, I mean, maybe you are. I don't. Is Tim the ideal customer or the unideal customer? Because well, I'm a loyal customer. He's looking through like coupons, but at the same time, he doesn't care what he spends. Uh, yeah. If you treat he's me right, ideal. I'll come He's probably brand
3: loyal. He's loyal. Yeah, I would say Tim is an ideal customer, but not He'll, for customer service. He purposes. will come back to you instead of checking out that new like trendy place down the street. And I would like to say that I like, I go to the I, I, I golfed bath. I golfed with someone on Friday who I hadn't seen in a long time. Uh, old friend, uh, I guess current friend, whatever. Um, <laughs> they gave you COVID. Quick question, like off the top, like he's like, uh, listen, like I don't want to bug you about this like a lot today. Think like I'm gonna spend like three hours talking masters or something. He's like, is Tim real? Like he's real, right? I like it's qu- real. I get this question. It's a the lot. first question. Ninety percent of the time, it is the first question I get about the dynamic here. And yeah, I say, if listen, if it's a gag, I am like on your side here, like Tim and Pat are are pulling are working me if this isn't real. We
1: had a friend at Christmas time who met Tim in person two years ago and was blown away that Tim was a real person. He thought it was a voice I did when the <laughs> graphic went up.
2: <laughs> listen i I appreciate that those are the questions you get, Jeff, but I'm me, and I, I I can be no one else but me, and I'm not afraid to you know give my unvarnished views on. The world in
4: which I live. I'm sorry. Like you say, what's the point of being normal when you can be Tim too rich? Yes, Paul. On the topic of Tim being a good or bad customer, I would say bad customer based on him seething when he bought the uh, the Xbox recently and didn't do his own homework. PS4. And blamed and then, or was a PS4 and uh, didn't do his own homework and then blamed the guy selling him it when, you know, you could just figure it out for yourself. It was... Pretty wide knowledge that PS5 was coming out. Well, not not exactly okay, his fault. I
1: mean, I, as a self-proclaimed PlayStation fan as you are, it feels like something you would have known.
2: I didn't. Okay, sorry. I don't spend all my time on the Sony PlayStation Reddit board. Well, I, I thought you were. I, you claim to be a fan of it, though. Well, it's because I've, I've always had Sony's. That's why. Like, I'm not like some diehard. I just he I've literally bought
3: a console that was. Ha- the 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 console's been out for over like six years, and a new one was coming out in four months, and he's blaming Sony <laughs> and a store clerk,
4: like probably it's like, like 19 year old but, kid who who's just like I don't know, man, just buy the or don't. And I don't, hold I, I'll on. tell you, even out back, we got some. And
3: don't I'll worry defend, about it. I'll defend the salesman this
1: way. Well, was it, Best Buy, Tim? No, I'll de- let me defend him. I'm not gonna name the store. If it was Best it's Buy, they a- don't even get commissions. They really don't. No, commission.
3: I need to defend him. Because Tim made this purchase at like the start of COVID where it was just people weren't like people just thought people were home wanted to game like not like oh I need to tell this guy the new one is coming. Like it was just like people were there was an influx people looking for used PS4s um, at the start of COVID. So he didn't feel like he needed to give you the whole like brand analysis. Why can't I play everything through my phone? Maybe soon.
1: Like, why can't my phone be the controller and I just have like a little thing that I can just bring my controller in? Why there? would
3: they not want to sell you a no, c- piece I of the, hardware I, for no, sixty
1: bucks? I, I get that, but they could just sell the app for sixty bucks and then they don't actually have to manufacture anything. Yeah, I guess. Late games. Your team. Chargers at Denver. What?
4: Wasn't there a special moment here that we were supposed to be doing?
1: Yeah, we're going to do that uh, during the course of this. Oh, my bad. I'm on top of it, Paul.
4: This Char- is what happens when you miss
1: the production meeting, Paul. <laughs> I thought it was part
4: of the, uh, the Top Cat Corner.
1: Chargers at Denver. Denver, three-point underdogs at home. 44 and a half is the over-under. There's only one person who should be speaking on this, and that's Tim. Tim, tell us about this game.
2: I adore Denver in this game. I have to say after really beating the Patriots and playing well, they made a million mistakes against Kansas city. That game was that defense held for a good period of the game from what I saw. Anyway, I mean, I didn't watch a ton of that game, but when I was watching, it seemed like Denver was fighting tooth and nail with them because they couldn't get the breaks. Uh, It's been the story of their Fangio life. I kind of like Denver in this spot. I think that they're, Not a. I mean, it's a home dog in division. I love that to begin with. I get to take them all the way to 10, so we're going to do that. And, uh, yeah, I really think Denver's in a good spot here. I think the world is going to love the Chargers. I think Denver is a profoundly dangerous team, and uh, watch out for them.
1: I was impressed that the Chargers were able to cover last week against the Jags really showed me something about their moxie because it looked like for a while they were going to give it away. Um, but just they kept coming back, coming back. I guess the one thing is, do I think that Denver can slow down the offense? And I think that they can. I think their pass rush is still pretty good. The offensive line on the Chargers is not very good. These teams, in a way, are very similar, except the Chargers are, like, upgraded at offense versus where Denver's at right now. Like, Herbert's better than Locke. The receivers are better on one side. But, like, defensively, they kind of do the same things really well. Would you say that's fair? Yeah. They both have bad offensive One lines. thing is
3: key, though. It makes it a real money bet. If 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 Bulaga and Trey Turner finally play, what if they don't? Then I a lot of what you're saying is true, and it becomes the toss up that it feels like it is. Maybe with an edge to the home team getting points. But um, yeah, I like where we are, and let me put it this way: I got notes, so I don't want to forget anything. I know off the top of my head. When Marty came to town and became my football coach, he created a vibe around something. Okay, here's the thing.
1: We're either going to open the thing or we're not going to no, no. We don't have time for a 10 minutes here's Chargers Trends from 13 years ago. No, there's not Chargers (laughs) Trends from 13
3: years ago. It is There was an installation of something that changed the vibe and he created like Raider Week. And Raider Week stuck with me and it became personal. Well, Raider, fuck Raider Week. Raider Week is dead. Raider Week doesn't mean anything. It's Melvin Week. And I would like to propose like a bounty scale that maybe I should text, tweet every charger on my defense Wait, individually. What? So here,
1: here's the thing, Greg Williams. Um, yeah, really? No, I'm putting out here, a bounty. Here's the thing. I'm putting out I a bounty. I think you might hate Melvin Gordon more than like his friends on the team.
3: Whatever. Here. We're going to bottle him <laughs> the fuck up. Although anytime, owner son think? anytime Melvin touchdown might be a fair bet because they'll probably try to Well, does to Lindsay, does, does
1: Lindsay play or does Lindsay not play? Because if Lindsey plays, he's getting the majority of the work here, because he's way better.
3: Probably that's not saying much. Um, so yeah, a sliding scale. What Boys and Girls Club of Los Angeles, or what? Like a uh, maybe they like Habad Jewish charities in L.A. I don't know who I should donate to, but tackles, tackles for loss. Uh, I'll sell <laughs> one. I'll sell one of these Auto Herberts and donate it right to charity if the cart comes out. Oh, Jesus.
4: Oh <laughs> my man.
3: goodness me. Right to
4: charity. How much are those car- those herbs, Herbies, really even going for right now, though? You may have to wait for some value.
3: No, I'm serious. Jeff. <laughs>
4: Bounty gate with Jeff. Jeff.
3: Ba- there, I want, I want, I, I, I'm not Greg Williams. I'm just a guy at home, but I want them to know. I that will it,
2: give uh, the following charity blood money if they take out <laughs> Melvin Gordon <laughs> at the football game.
3: Yeah. If the cart comes out, donations get made. That's dark. Darker than normal.
2: It's only, I did not it's only see, see this football. coming, I have to say.
3: Every week, every you always think you're prepared for what I'm going to say, Tim. You always right. think you have and a beat. Somehow, you always think you got a beat on me, pal.
2: You
1: don't you're want Tim right. uh,
3: beating on you. Let's see the
2: thing. Uh we need to do the I'm unboxing. I'm yeah,
3: so I'm excited. It's 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 You're picking the charges, We Bronco
2: know.
3: Bronco week Bronco <laughs> weeks become like personal. I
2: oh, They weren't in the the cards weren't in that UPS ditch like you thought they were. No,
3: I wish it was I wish it was um Chris Harris was playing. I wish he got a chance the to fantasy go back football to Denver
2: podcaster or the player.
3: I'm not familiar with the <laughs> podcaster, so I'll stick with the player.
2: Imagine if Jeff opened this up and it was a Joe Burrow card. <laughs>
3: What that would be valuable. I could sell that for for Herber's. Yeah,
2: you. Oh, yeah. You'd be real excited about that
3: one. What do you think's happening here? I know what's in here. Um. So I'm gonna give you a little lesson here. Okay. Well, let's see. Let's see these. So we could just show you what's up. They look smaller. Like they look bigger in your pictures. How many
1: of these do you have?
3: Good God. <laughs> well, here I have a bunch. In total, at home, I have 41.
1: Oh my God. And these are like 400 bucks a piece? No,
3: that's a lie. Some of them are probably worth a couple bucks. These are some nice ones, but I just want to give you like just a basic quick lesson so, okay. so you can see. So, this is what would be called like a base. Like just a base card. That's a Herbert mosaic I'll hold base. Hold them up to the
4: camera. Yeah, I'm
1: gonna. I'll hold this one up right here. This is right? a mosaic Ooh, base. Nice yeah. There's a new quarterback in charge of the Chargers. That is a horribly written sentence. <laughs> and that responsibility goes to Herbert Tim. Next in line to take over in Los Angeles after the team parted ways with longtime starter Philip Rivers. <gasps> the 2020 first round pick out of the University of Oregon has the game and confidence to handle
2: the job. What? That sounds like it was like ripped out of a uh, like a program for a game. Forget that part
3: of it. Now, you're slowing things down.
2: No, uh, I, I'm now.
1: I wonder who writes copy on the back of these cards. Elaine Bennis. It's probably the guy the like the Vietnam costume. Who was that guy, Tim? It's hard to sleep when you're <laughs> kicking in a so, skull. So
3: what's <laughs> essentially is here's the exact same card, but this is a silver prism.
1: Okay. So this is the silver prism. Yeah, that's the base. And this is the base. So this is the base. This is the silver. You can see there's. It's a,
3: the silver prism. And, ah! and you can see that there's um like a glow to it. And on the back, even under the yeah. number, it
2: says prism. One is more phosphorescent than the other.
3: So just to stick with this, because they do this in all different variations. His stats are even better on this one on the back. Now, this is a disco. <laughs> now, this is a disco. Same card, just a different variation. But, but better? Like, yeah, it's got a tin. I would still say the Silver Prism appears to be the most popular. That one's too busy. That one looks, yeah. yeah. It's called the Disco. And then I guess here, very similar as well, like a Red Prism. But it's all the same card, just different variations.
2: Now, see, that I like. The Red Prism, (laughs) to me, of the four, is my favorite. Red Prism, Silver Prism, Gap,
4: Face, (laughs) DFL, Disco. Red prisms officially and curse, so sell them all. You know, that if the- I can get a red prism Trevor Lawrence
2: New York Jets card next year, I will be a happy camper.
3: Okay, so I've got, those are ones, of the silver prisms, I think I have three or four of them. Uh, for whatever reason, it's the real popular card. This one. No, the f- th- this one. This one. Yeah. Which
2: one is the best to put in your bicycle spokes to make real cool noises when you drive around the uh, The base card,
3: because it's worth the least by now, I- far I reached margin.
2: out to DraftKings about budgetary
1: concerns for this show, <laughs> and they told me I didn't have it in the budget. But the plan was for you to hand these to me and me to light them on fire. <laughs> but i don't want to i don't know how much these are worth and i'm not rich i'm not tim you need a blowtorch to get through that
4: plastic too
1: oh no i was just going to like i was going to have like a little thing of gas and just go <laughs> <laughs>
3: um those would like, all ah! be listen i would like to say those would all be relatively replaceable you got to know i made all these purchases where i was the i was the third in the litter i was cheaper to buy than burrow exponentially i was cheaper to buy than tua <laughs> I could short sell this thing to the moon right now. But you won't. But I won't. This is the card I'm offering to charity. Let's see this one? Uh, this is, uh, once again, it's from the same collection. It's a disco, no huddle auto, rookie the, auto.
1: The autograph is guaranteed.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's a nice card. That I would say was the only impulse purchase I made of the entire. Is that
2: his actual signature on the card? Yes,
3: of the entire collection. Like he
2: physically picked up that card and signed it.
3: Okay, can I tell you something? No, that is a sticker that he signed that was put on. But I'll okay. get you. I'll get to you in a moment because
2: T2Veo.
1: I think this is two his signature. <laughs> like,
2: look at that! It looks like Tua. Nope,
3: I have other ones.
2: Um, it's a, it's like that picture of Roger Connery signed by Roger Moore. So Sean this is Connery. This one, Sean Connery signed by Roger Moore. Yeah. Oh, Tim, you this,
3: like my signature? This too. card, I, I, <laughs> this card I purchased. Uh, I'll tell you what I paid for this card. It was probably the only impulse purchase that I made. This is different than the one I didn't get in the in the break that I told you I missed. Three thousand bucks. No, this card I purchased for 500, it sold on Oh my god, 500 and if
2: I give out candy bars full size to make kids Halloween happy. It sold I on. Am a rich it guy. sold You're on. You're spending it on a card. Yeah, that's an rich, investment. Jeff, it
3: sold rich. on Sunday for 720 and that actually disappointed me. I thought I could I thought it would sell for more. So, this card I I mean, so this is the card. If the cart comes out, I will offer <laughs> this card to the Boys and Girls Club of Los Angeles
2: which I can't imagine they want to accept the money this
3: Uh this is another um Oh that one has a fancy case. That's yes. one of the fancy cases so this, that you bought. I tried to buy I tried No, this came in the case. Oh, okay. And I That's tried cool. to buy a couple more for for this for this one and another one. This was given to me by Nicholas in Florida.
1: Was it Nicholas Pickles? And you had to ask is that his real name?
3: I'm not sure, but I really a Saint Nicholas. I appreciate this, and if you look at that one too, oh, that's, that's a good a, one. That's a ten of twenty-five, right? You see that that there's only twenty-five of those in existence. Rookie roll call, yeah. Rookie roll call. Um, Nicholas, n- n-
1: nice case. Nicholas knows about the. I remember Nicholas being-
3: told me he was hunting us and and got that. Well, guess what, buddy? That was the gold mine. I think.
2: <laughs>
3: um,
2: I love this. I love it. <laughs> I love
3: it. That's also a real autograph, but that that is a stickered autograph that is then put on the card. Now, Tim, it's twenty
1: twenty certified too.
3: Yes. Now the next two are actual on card autographs. Oh, those are those okay. ones are. are they, now I'm interested. Yeah, but, th- yeah, I yeah, but they're, they're
2: college cards.
3: Yeah. Though. Okay. On
2: card autographs. I, this I, is I a very.
3: That. This is this is from a brand called Immaculate. I would say to purchase a box of Immaculate would probably cost close to a thousand, and there's like six cards in the box. Okay. And you got two of them. I paid, I'm embarrassed to say what I paid for these for what they're going for right now, but we're talking short sell. These are autograph. You, know, you can't talk short sell because you're not going to sell them. You're right. <laughs> these are. Except our, for that one. If Melvin gets
2: carted off with a blown ACL.
3: These are what we call RPAs, rookie patch autos. And let me say this a lot of people like the jersey cards in general. Um, I would say this year's pro NFL jersey cards, I wouldn't be investing in because I think the Charger ones are fraudulent because he's wearing, it's the old jersey that he's never even been photographed with in. So I don't know where they're getting those. So I decided I'm into the Herbert Oregon jersey cards because Oregon has a beautiful jersey. And as you can see here, there's a three. This one, the case is a little dusty. I'm trying to buy a new case for that one. After
1: catching wind of Nevada offering Herbert a scholarship, Oregon sprang into action, extending one to the Eugene kid. a mere four hours later. Herbert wasted no time quickly committing to the hometown Ducks. And in 2016, he became the first true freshman to start at quarterback for the program since 1983.
3: Okay. And if you look at that one, Pat, you'll see that's a three color patch. Like we have red. I mean, sorry, we have yellow, black and green um, three patch auto. And that one is numbered to what? 99. What's n- the number? on n- that? Number
1: 104 on the back of this one.
3: No, but on the front, it's serial numbered.
1: Uh, yeah. 21 of 99.
3: Yeah. And so that's cool because you could just get a patch that's just like green and that would be boring. Right? That is like a piece of the numbers, so that's exciting. I, I
1: gotta ask you. One more. Imagine if you would put this kind of study time into your education. What well, it doesn't work like that.
2: <laughs> and then this You know is, e- everything about this shit.
3: No, I actually don't. There are probably people that really know about this and can like make corrections. A guy you
2: want to help buy borrow cards?
3: That I have said. Um, so here's the last one. This appears to be a bit of like the shoulder wing on oh. the beautiful organ jerseys. Uh, that's a, a serial number to 49. And again, oh, that wow. is a, um on-card auto. That is not a sticker auto. That is an on-card auto. What does some, that run some, for, Jeff? Some people have told me that the college jersey cards don't hold their value. I completely disagree with that, especially when it comes to this jersey class and the Oregon jersey. Because as I said, with the COVID, with the preseason, there are no jersey cards that were actually worn by the players with their NFL jerseys on the market. So those are all fraudulent cards that maybe the players took a picture wearing, but I don't even believe that happened. And the Oregon jersey is just so beautiful that there's a collection of them. In closing, I want to say there was one of this from the Immaculate set that was number one to five that had a piece of his rose ball patch. And it was going for $750, and the guy could not sell it. He was trying to sell it. He couldn't sell it, and he's so lucky he didn't sell it because here we are, like three weeks later, and he could probably pull over twelve hundred. And I'm starting to regret not should have got a making loan from an your effort. Good
1: friend Tim, too rich,
3: making an effort to buy it. So that is just a couple. These are some of the higher or the nicer ones I have. But it is a forty-one um, card lot. After a
1: successful junior season, Herbert was faced with the option of coming back or heading to the NFL. The quarterback ultimately decided on one more year with the Ducks and strengthened his standing as the program legend. In 2019, he joined Tim's friend, Marcus mariota as the second player in the program history with 10,000 career passing yards. Big money and copywriting
3: on the back of cards. So, yeah, we'll see. And, and you want to know the honest truth? I might no. um, you you were not being truthful with us as you were breaking down cards. No
1: no, card. no, 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 no. Awesome I don't know would
2: it be. If he made up all of that, <laughs> no,
3: I didn't if make up anything. Like for up. example, I paid one seventy five for this card.
1: You got to hold it up higher than that. You're just Wait, showing it to me. The, the one, one, the last, this last the one actual you showed.
2: Autograph on card one, Jeff.
3: Yeah, one of the two college ones. So I paid one seventy five for each of those two immaculate college auto In- cards. And there would easily, I think, clear like three hundred. Is that today. the
4: one that you offered up as a bounty on Melvin Gordon's head? No,
3: that is that. That <laughs> card. I'm not. That's the impulse buy. One.
2: That's the cherry blossom at the check checkout of the That's the one that
3: I bought. That I just knew he's gonna play another game. It's gonna be worth more. I'm just gonna buy it now. I wouldn't. I might. This is the problem, Pat. And
4: you're, then we're over. Then we're over. You're
3: hooked. No. Well, okay. So there's two <laughs> problems. Problem number one is I got in at a great time. I mean, there are probably people that got in better, but I got in before, like, the, that the prices got so high. The problem is the really high-end releases haven't come out yet. So now those come out in a couple of weeks, and Herbert might be the most sought-after card in the highest-end card release. So that's going to cost me a fortune. Bryson hopefully can win the Masters. I have a PS5 to pay for. I have two children. November's a shit show. Chargers are five and one ATS this year, and I'm six and one on my super locks.
1: Good thing you don't celebrate Christmas.
3: Good thing I don't <laughs> celebrate Christmas. You <laughs> said I'm addicted forever. That's my concern. You on my concern is because I said these are just Herbert cards. It's Herbert rookies. It's just a little stop, bit stop, of her. Stop. Just a little. That bit of her. ends like that ends after the rookie season. That ends. But this is my this is my fear. It's like 2040, and I'm like celebrating like. Uh, my 55th birthday or something and my wife's buying me this like Rose Bowl rookie patch card that I've been looking at the internet for, for like 15 years and it's progress. I don't want to be there because the hunt for some of these cards could exist forever. So I am fucked if we're still on this road. I got, I want to just get off after these high end releases. I'm done. (laughs) Sure, That's the plan. You are. I hope so.
4: Paul. What are the odds that Jeff has secret cards? Oh,
3: 100%. <laughs> 100%. I have 40. I sent
4: you a picture with 41 herpes. Yeah,
1: because yeah, he yeah, you're putting that out publicly so people don't have to be like, Where, why, why do you have 5,000 of these cards? How many are you hiding? How many PGA ones do you have so far? How many Danny Willett rookie cards okay. do you have?
3: I'll make a confession. I have no PGA cards, but I probably thought like just for my own content, like I could probably buy a case and just rip them. You
1: could probably like uh, write that off.
3: I'm th- I think I for the PGA cards, I might be doing something where I'm going to spend money I didn't anticipate spending. You know for what? The, for the sake of you, <laughs> I'll, I'll, we'll. How about
1: I'll pay for them? We'll do it on the show.
3: We'll do yeah. We'll do something. We could do something fun. Although I think <laughs> it could be a high end release, so I don't want to commit to anything. Um,
1: uh, let me ask you one more thing. Yeah. You taking the Chargers?
3: Oh yeah, we got. <laughs> if, if yes, I'm taking the Chargers. We're five and one against the spread. We win this game, I get to have a game. Ver- I, then I get to go to Raider Week with a chance to be 500.
1: You, you get you get a chance to go to Raider Week with the opportunity or to week, look at week the playoff you don't care about machine. Anymore. Yes,
3: <laughs> yes, you got it. I think I really said everything I want to say. I'm just, I, I it's. Cl- it it took closing. you less than 20 minutes, in, so I'm actually impressed. Okay, in closing. I wasn't even on the team yet. I wasn't even in the foxhole in 1988. What was in 1988? The last time a quarterback probably ran for more than 12 yards on a play for the Chargers. I watched a quarterback break the pocket and run for 31 yards. I, I melted inside. I melted. And then for the second time this year on a goal, on a, on a, Inside the five-yard line rollout, a play broke down, and he just put his head down and went in the end zone. I love Philip. Uh, my daughter's middle name is River. We will die together, but this is just something that is so different. and, and it, it,
1: I heard that it wild, fills me. I heard that wildfires evacuated him from his home. Yeah, I hope,
3: I want to I want to get to Denver quickly and have a practice week there. I don't know if that's allowed in the COVID world. Um I I am I am feeling something. Pat he ran in that touchdown simultaneously with Cantley hitting a birdie putt on 14 or 15 from about 20 feet. <sighs> Gold dust It was good. It, it's I'm prepared. I'm 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 I cannot wait to watch the guy just drop back in the pocket. I can't wait. Okay, next
1: game. San Francisco and the fraud Seattle Seahawks. According to Tim, Seattle is favored by three at home. 54 is the over-under. Since Jeff soaked up all of our time on that game, we have to go very quickly through these ones. I'm taking Seattle,
3: minus three at home. Seattle, minus three, bounce back game. I don't know. That was really weird on Sunday night. They do have the worst defense in the league, but does San Francisco set up to, like... Take advantage? Of a horrible passing
1: second? The the biggest advantage that san francisco has in this game is their pass rush is still incredibly good and actually i don't know if that's a big advantage or not because everyone gets pressure on seattle because they don't have an offensive line that
2: just because your pass rush is especially good does that really make a difference when you can't stop and anyone seattle can't stop anyone on their end uh seattle's going from pillar to post niners knock them out niners are the niners up to s- to 10 i think the niners win the game on the field seattle again has lived very charmed lives eventually their luck was going to Wilson. Went from being a minus favorite to win the MVP to only being a plus favorite. Yeah, he's only the him. he's he's the only the MVP favorite. He's no good. Yeah, but That's at your point take? right now. I think it, <laughs> it, it would be kind of silly to think he's going to win it. I don't think he's going to. You do that on a primetime game and, and on Sunday night that that yeah you do it on a primetime
1: game, Jeff. On mm-hmm. Sunday
2: night in week seven, no way you can win MVP. Well, I'm just saying if you you look at Mahomes at plus four fifty and Wilson at plus one hundred you don't think Mahomes is a better bet right now. I think if you are betting the MVP before week eight of a football season, you're probably a fucking moron. Well, be that as it may. Uh, the Niners have, after a couple of ugly games, the Niners have sort of rounded back into form. They played great last week. They have, not just great, they played excellently in New England. Uh, the week before that, they strangled the Rams. The Rams are a really good team. The Niners are being perpetually, people are not giving the Niners enough credit People are giving – I'm glad to see Seattle's only a three-point favorite because I think the Niners and Seattle, you can't pick between them. I think they're two very equal teams. At their, that, you know, if, if, not, if the Niners are fully healthy, the Niners are definitely a better football team. Seattle lives too charmedly. I'm taking the – these teams also always seem to play super close, crazy games. Give me the points. Give me the Niners. And again, I think the Niners knock them out. I don't think the Niners can keep up. That would be my biggest I thing. don't know that Seattle can stop anybody. I, I think they can I think make they'll a, find a stop. I think they can make enough yeah.
1: stops. And just it's not even just the defense that's so banged up for the Niners, although, like I said, the pass rush is still very good. Like Debo's not playing in this game. No Mostert, no Wilson, potentially no Coleman. Like it's it's tough going out there for him. And they are getting like their offensive line has been very good, but Seattle can't rush the passer anyway. So you're kind of wasting your best attribute on something that you were gonna stop them regardless. So aren't all the running backs out? It's going to be Jarek Coleman might be back and Jamichael Hasty.
3: Yeah. The guy that was great last week is out. Moser is out.
1: Yeah. And I think Debo being out is a much bigger deal. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. They're they're going to score 21 points. Can they stop Seattle from scoring 40? I don't know if they can. I'm just with you. I think in the end, Garoppolo. Arizona can. I don't know if San Francisco can. I, I agree. All right. Next game. New Orleans and Chicago. Is this going to be like the least watched 4 o'clock game of the year? This one sucks.
3: The Chargers will play the Jets in a couple of weeks. Oh, so yeah, I guess that will be the one. Uh,
1: Chicago.
2: Jets and, Char- Jets and Dolphins played a couple or last week or two weeks ago, 4 o'clock game.
1: Bears, four-point dogs at home, forty four and a half. and a half. I really want to take the Saints, but I think I'm going to take the Bears. Can I ask, like, is... is- the Bears suck, but I think the New Orleans might be frauds too. Like, but I'm, aren't
3: you going to wait if you like the Bears? Like, Can't this get to a six?
1: I don't know who wants to bet on New Orleans at this point.
3: Were you on Twitter last night? <laughs> because they're, like, when you – like, Chicago, I agree Chicago might not – they're not five and two. But, but they, they, they're such a stank on, on that. And I would argue, how many times would Trubisky have been pulled from that game? Why didn't Foles get pulled?
2: Because you made and the move. I his
3: coach. Afterwards. But you, but in that no, game. No, no, he you... did
1: not criticize his coach, Bob Greasy. He said, was it Bob Greasy or Brian Greasy? Brian Greasy, right?
3: Brian's in yeah, the booth. Brian. Bob's yeah. retired. Yeah, yeah, Bob's like 90 years I old. like
1: Brian. Either way, he was the one who said the story about Nick Foles, which he was probably true in reporting, but Foles was like, that's not what I said.
3: Do you know the last time, two times ago, the Chargers drafted a first round quarterback, we lost to Greasy.
1: I'm thinking of Gus Ferratt. I was thinking Brian Greasy got celebrated and knocked himself out, but that was no, Gus no. Farratt. No, that was Gre- Gus Farratt. And
3: I want to just for no reason say Greasy was the third QB taken in Manning Leaf. Um, so he was the second best QB. Yes, yeah, that's sort of what I meant. So I lose every quarterback uh, thing. Yeah, the Bears in that last night, uh, I think there's such a stank on them, and it's like, well, the Saints will still score X, and how many will the Bears score?
2: Just remember, I would I have played. the Buccaneers two weeks ago.
3: I would have played Trubisky against the Rams. You need a quarterback that can move sideways and maybe get you four yards on first down because of it. I agree. Like on abortion. Sorry, like aborting the play. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like everything matters. And they were doing nothing. Um, I want to take the Bears, though, because I believe no one wants, like the Saints are public. And as much as you think no one wants to bet them, I I disagree with I that. I actually
1: like no one wants to bet this game. No one, no one likes the Saints right now. No one likes the Bears right now. And they're both, what, five and two?
3: But, yeah, and Tim makes a great point. They played a great game two weeks ago at home versus Tampa. They, and- they, they held them to four what 14 points and and I think
1: and I think there could be some similarities I don't think that Emmanuel Sanders Tim's buddy and Michael Thomas are going to play in this game so it works one of two ways I think that the Rams had success against the Bears defense on you know not a ton of success but Goff is kind of mobile and the way that McVay coaches offense like you'll move the pocket you'll get rollouts going Tampa Bay doesn't do that Brady's a statue Drew Brees, kind of a statue. He's not going to be doing a bunch of rollouts the entire time. So I actually think along those lines, that's a very similar matchup in that way. Except Tampa Bay can actually go vertical on you, and it doesn't seem like the Saints can do that right now. Unless you think Kamara kills them out of the backfield. No, they can't do that. Or you think the Saints defense is like kind of back, and they only give up like three points.
3: The only times in which the Saints try to actually go vertical is if they're down big like in the Charger game. That's the only time they say, okay, now we're going to go vertical. They do not want Drew Brees throwing the ball like 20 air yard plays. This
1: feels like under, right? The 44 and a half is the over under. This reeks of under. That's got
3: to be the smallest of the... Uh, uh, no, Pittsburgh, Baltimore can be low. Now, New England New, and Philadelphia
2: New, is shorter.
1: Yeah, New England Buffalo is 43 and a half. I actually like the over in that game. Yeah, I think that if you take the Bills minus three and a half, you just parlay it with the over. As both those things hit it for the
2: Bills cover. I think, uh, Tim. Who are you taking? Uh, I am taking Chicago. All right, so oh. round to Chicago.
3: Like I think I'm going to be alone on this. All of a sudden, it's a party.
1: Uh, just New Orleans by three. They're going to win a lot of games by three points this year. And it's uh, everyone always likes the narrative. Breeze outdoors. It's going to be cold. Yeah, it's cold.
3: The sun's down We're at bl- that time of a year. A lot of running. A lot Thank of defense. God, what? Yeah, Yeah, I don't want to get into that. We've already gone gone over the time.
1: No one wants to live your fucking depressing life, pal. Dallas at Philadelphia, Sunday night. Should I put on my
3: clown mask?
1: Philadelphia, minus seven and a half. 43 and a half is the over-under. Why is that?
3: On this show last week. You said Dallas wasn't bad. I picked Washington. Yeah. And I said, no, like I'm not. I don't, there's not, Dallas isn't being undervalued here. They suck. The same reason I didn't want to pick them with the backup quarterback in the first game. The good teams banged it, banged it, banged it. Did a Friday one hour show. The Jeff Feinberg show live FTN daily. Uh, Wednesdays at 10 Fridays at two. I begged you not to take Dallas that we're not going to fall for Dallas. The line is a pick This team is not to be trusted. They are not undervalued. They just suck.
1: Then you bet Dallas.
3: I made a small bet on Dallas. <laughs> Do you know who... I don't blame anyone, I, I, but, but do you know who actually sold me as a friend of the program? Sold me. Rob? You would never get it. No. Um,
1: it wasn't
4: Cam, was no, it? No,
3: no. <laughs> ben Raza? Uh, no, not a regular, but you. But uh, Emery. Oh, Emery Hunt. Because he's been so good with his one-offs, and he did such a good breakdown on just trusting the front-end talent to like do yeah, it for what, them. What about
1: the rest of the talent?
3: Yeah! It's not there. He just we I like Emery so much. And he's been so good with his like I guess it's his super lock. Yeah. He's really good. Yeah, well he knows stuff. He's yeah. the house
4: just and the
3: case, spitballed. like the case sold me. And and I I trust me, I'll go back to the well with any time Emery wants to to condone a pick. But but I watched his preview of the game and it and it it just it turned everything I trusted that I believe. So I'm really mad at myself. Also, what a joke. Do you see this morning Jerry Jones says uh like, no leadership void. And I get he doesn't have to maybe admit to it, but as I joked on Twitter, that would literally be like my family coming out and saying there's no, like, I don't have a soda problem, that I'm not drinking too much soda. And Jerry was asked about the leadership problem in a radio interview, and he got mad. He's like, where's the leadership? You mean on the O-line? You mean in the secondary? You mean here? And that's like me saying, where do I have a soda problem? Dr. Pepper? Pepsi, Orange Crush, which one? Which one's the leadership problem? No, you just have a soda problem. Drink too much of it. He's got a leadership problem, and his problem is he thinks he's one of those real rich guys, smart guys, successful guys, but, but the most successful people in the world can admit when they're wrong and fix being wrong and just own being wrong and move on. And I don't think Jerry Jones is that man. So he's still got to put this shit up on a pedestal and pretend he backs it, even though he was lied to. Dallas hasn't covered a game yet. They're Almost like the Jets last week, like
1: they're going to blindly walk into a cover at some
3: point. Oh, I'm taking Dallas, plus the points. But <laughs> I think the, the shit stink is, is so... I mean, seven and a half points. I, I don't like Dallas, but I like seven and a half points on Sunday Night Football. I like Philly a lot here.
1: Just Philly's getting healthier. Wentz has been... Like I said, I said this on the show with Jake and during the rankings. Like, Wentz is a, such a good, like, by low quarterback right now with the rest of the Eagles' schedule that it gets incredibly easy. Uh, they have some tough games, but against like, they play a bunch of bad defenses all in a row, like seven of their last eight games after they go on to bye week here. They're going to progressively get healthier. Dallas has no pass rush to take advantage of this terrible offensive line. Philly does, and Philly's going to be in that backfield. And who is starting at quarterback? For Dallas? No idea.
4: Ben Denucci. Yeah, ben
1: DiNucci. He's going to come over. When he when the football world classic happens, he's going to play for Team fucking Italy. Like this guy. Who, who the fuck is this guy? You kidding me? Wentz is starting to play better. The Eagles are starting to play better. You can say they got outplayed by the Giants, sure. And maybe if Daniel Jones doesn't get knocked over by the wind, all of a sudden they might lose that game. They keep continuing to win. And they
3: still scored a touchdown on that drive. Yeah,
1: that, did, that didn't matter. It was, well, I mean... It, you can't say that it didn't matter. He would have just scored a touchdown right then and there. There would have been way
3: less time. There would have been... More time. More time,
1: yeah. E- either way, Philly yeah. is starting to look more and more competent. I think Miles Sanders is going to be back, and I think this defensive front for the Eagles is going to give a lot of problems to Ben Ganucci
3: over here. I'm such a loser. Change me.
1: No, you picked Dallas. No, I want no, Philly. first pick. That's what you get in on. Paul, you were going to say something?
4: <laughs> just some n- next-gen stats. Uh, Danucci had nearly 10 times as many passing yards on two completions as Sam Donald did in the second half against <laughs> Next, the Bills. Just saying.
2: Yeah, yeah, that, that's really sweet of you to say, Paul. Thanks. Appreciate it. Hey, May, maybe
1: a week of practice, the guy's not so bad. I have no idea, but like Zeke.
3: He's like the 42nd ranked running back. I Zeke saw. got like covid
1: Maybe it's a thing. Like if you get COVID, maybe it turns out like it's affecting you on the field. I don't know. I'm
2: unlike Tim, not a doctor. Tim, can you give your medical expertise on this? No, but um, I can give my expertise on the game, which is that I hate having to lay seven and a half points to this Eagles team because they're not to be trusted. But Dallas is a dead horse. And I've been back in Dallas, like Jeff, for weeks. So it's not like, uh, you know, I I, I haven't paid the price. I think this Eagles team is a cut above. But really, I got to lay over a touchdown for a two, four, and one team. Oh, my God. And I got to take them as my suicide pick too. We're in, we're in week eight. And so I've got to start thinking logically here. It's surviving advances early. Now we're in week eight. It's them or the Buccaneers or the and Packers the are on the road. And like the teams I can use that are left. Have, have you, you've used the Packers already? I don't love the Packers enough to use them. You don't like, the, you don't like the,
1: you don't like the Packers, but you
2: want to take Philly? I think Philly is a better bet because Minnesota while playing poorly, isn't a completely dead team. And they're coming off a bye. Dallas can't even tie their shoes.
3: I want like
2: what's like, so I, I feel like it's, to me, it was either Philly or the, or the bucks this week in suicide. And the bucks are on the road. And so when in doubt, I should take the home team and I don't believe in Dallas. So I think, I mean, I guess I don't have to decide for another 20, 10 or 11 minutes. Bucks are on the road, but but but, I but I Philly's t-
3: primetime division, that's going to be scary. I am
2: going to take Philly for sure against the number. Maybe I'll take Tampa here after we talk about the game for suicide. I don't uh, know. But we're going to take, we'll take Philly for sure in this
3: game. Tim, I yeah. kind of agree with one. Well, when I'm picking a suicide pick, which I can't do because I was at week one. <laughs> um... The funny thing is, is like me and my friends will be discussing. We're like, okay, but if we're down 10, like which quarterback would we want? Like, who do we want? And the funny part about Aaron Rodgers is all those stats that have come out, like, the second they're down, like he has no, he doesn't come back ever.
1: Well, maybe he's, just, maybe he's saving his, int- his energy. He's like, ah, we're down. We'll just jump out to no, the lead next time.
3: I think that's an anomaly. I don't really understand it. I'd still go to the wall with, with Aaron Rodgers, but it's funny that when sort of breaking it down by that theory, maybe he still wanted phony
1: to come back in games.
3: Speaking of phony, you see how confirmed, I was confirmed correct.
1: And that you're still triggered about it? No. I think it's pretty funny. Like, it was almost like it was at you and you got triggered about it. How did I
3: get triggered? It's
1: all that you wanted. To, you just brought it up out of nowhere, for one thing. <laughs> you, I, you get so triggered. The fact that you care at all is mind-boggling, but the fact that you're still triggered about it. I do commentary it, it's like, it's like on he, the sport. So do I. Do
3: I seem triggered about no, it? No, but I don't think I am. I think I feel right. When Brooks Kepka comes can out we, and says...
1: Can we finish this no. fucking when show? When he says
3: he doesn't care about anything he says... Nothing he says he believes is all I've been saying. Let's move on. I was right. You could say I'm triggered. You, you are triggered. Listen to you. Look I'm at your... I'm
2: on Jeff's race. side. I'm on Jeff's side.
3: That he is triggered mm-hmm. or not triggered?
2: No, that, I don't think he's triggered. I think he's right. He's just... just much like when J-Ro tweeted out his <laughs> TikTok account. <laughs> Jeff was confirmed in his rightness. I'm sorry. He's two for two here. I got to call it the way I see it. I just don't get why you. My contention is always: Why do you care? What? What? What?
3: Possibly? Would do you, you want to know do? why I care? Like, probably. I, 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 I don't would, know. I, I really want to hear why you care about this. I'll what, extend the. They're hot tonight. button topic issues. Sometimes, for but
1: what for who?
2: In this mental li- people. Mental <laughs> <laughs> people. I get what you're saying, Jeff. You did. I don't, don't have 700 shows, show. shows a week. I don't
3: have three. 700 shows a week to prepare for. So I can take time to sort of like the minutiae that's existing outside of the hard data, which you are do a great job being so focused on. But golf fans, surprisingly enough, sometimes do care.
1: Golf fans will tell them what I tell them.
3: That's what they'll Sometimes care about. Sometimes that's true too. That's what they'll care about. But but that's all. So I uh, that that's it.
1: That's it. That just seems so like it's it's uh, it's all the same thing that you two go on about about like liking your teams in the fandom. I just don't get it. Yeah. Like, it just seems like a complete fucking waste of time to me when you could be focusing on other things in life. Like you're financial right. investing. I guess you're doing that yeah. now with your cards. A-
3: listen, you'll be yeah, happy really. <laughs> you'll be happy to know this is all like going away, because I don't want to waste any more time, but I read like golf channels like scrapping all their live shows, like pretty much outside of the majors. Good like news. the morning. Like, Good news
1: for us. Yeah, I yeah, know. We, we can sneak on there. Or they're just going to show golf, which would, you know, be fantastic. I, I like what <laughs> That's what I like about golf, watching it. I agree. Why I kind of like
3: morning drive. They also ditched. People are freaking out because they, they ditched Tiger Tracker. Oh, did they? Yeah. And they didn't have a replacement last week. And no one said that people are trying to figure out who they fired.
1: Laid off. It's a lane. It's a lane for you. You can be a Tiger Tracker. Could you imagine? I mean, isn't that what Noda Begay's job is? Yeah. That's, yeah. Did Nota Begay get it Begay, furrowed? as
3: I've said, he's essentially he's a professional Gale. cheerleader. No, he's Gale King. He's yeah, the that's, male that's right. Gale King. He get, right. Oprah's best friend, being Tiger's best friend to guys is like being Oprah's best friend to women. He's-
2: I, he, I'm surprised he doesn't bring pom-poms onto the course when he And, and he is
3: play. employed by Golf Channel because he is an inside voice to Tiger. When Tiger has a
2: In fairness to him... That he,
3: makes he sense. He won on the PGA Tour. Yeah, and in fairness to him, Oh, yeah, no,
2: for sure. He's but an, that's an ex-PGA not why he's player there. who deserves... He's there to be a professional yeah. Tiger fan.
3: He's worthy of being an analyst. My point being is when Tiger's going through things and he's like, oh, I was at Tiger's house this weekend. He's got like a hundred sets of clubs in the in the, in the the living room just <laughs> playing with things. Yeah, it's he's like,
1: got like 107 Justin Herbert rookie cards on the table. That's what he's putting... <laughs> focus into right now. You see that red prism? Oh, my God. He told me that if they murder Melvin Gordon on the way to the stadium, that he'll give them three of them.
3: I mean, in football context. Listen, he's a bad man in society. Gets in a car, inebriated. Puts other people's lives at risk. As a man that a cart might be worthy.
1: Well, I mean, we're going to the Tampa Bay game. Antonio Brown might be back next
3: week. Is he playing in this game? Not in this game, next week. But he's back. He signed a contract. He's a bad man. Why don't they just sign Earl Thomas, like two? Like why would? Tampa why don't they stop sign To? Why yeah. why
1: why did Des Bryant have to go to the Ravens? Couldn't he be on Tampa Bay too? I've been so fucking wrong about Tampa. Credit to you, Tim. You were all over yeah, this. I, I just really assumed it true. wouldn't work, but we're not even halfway through the season yet. No, we're not. But they look good. They do look really good. It's the defense that has really stood out to me, as I did not believe in it whatsoever, uh, and it's really good.
3: And even the last two weeks, we're like, okay, the defense is good. They've got to take a step back losing, like, a premier nose tackle in football. They have not. Now, maybe it's the two teams they played. I know Aaron Jones got hurt, and they, sorry, the Packers fell behind. We'll see what happens. Maybe if they can find themselves in a close game. But, yeah, you just trust that Bucks defense. Brady's not – for all the comments I made that they could do, do this with Jameis, I mean, Brady's got 15 touchdowns, one interception, like his last – Like, week. three
1: rushing touchdowns.
2: But like you said, DVOA, they're the number one defense. Who could have predicted such a thing?
3: Well, they were really good. And Antoine Winfield Jr. is probably the, the current de- rookie. Defensive
1: rookie of the yeah, year. Probably. Yeah, probably. The, yeah, the amount so. of
3: the amount of snaps he's playing, the role he is playing, the fact that he's playing an impact role on a winning team. Also, I bet
1: him to be first safety taken in the draft, and he wasn't. Turns out he should have been. Should have, yeah. <sighs> Ten and a half is the line in this game at the Giants. Ta- give me the Giants. This is, this game is unbettable. Isn't it? Like, would you like you're, you're picking the Giants. I'm going to pick the Giants, too. I'll take Tampa. There is no way I would lay a single solitary penny on the Giants in real life.
2: Would no. you? I can't imagine how I could back them here. All right. I've been convinced. Tampa is my suicide pick. Let's go with it. I
3: actually agree with that pivot. Let's go with it. Trust I've been thinking
2: I've been mulling it over. I was torn. I've been torn for a couple of days. I've made my decision.
1: You and Come the coin me. both on Tampa Bay. Um, I think we we you and I picked almost the same on every game this week. So I hope you have a rebound week. <laughs> <laughs> How's my hair doing here?
0: Well it's still good.
1: Uh, that's that's really all I got for my Pee-wee Herman. And the look, looking, he, looking like Paul, like I said, looking like Paul Rubens, really does help me out in this regard. It does.
3: I, I, every year you've just worn a Jamiro, a hat and said you're Jemariquai. I didn't it's know we right, were right actually the, right playing there. this year. I mean, do you want to wear the Jemariquai hat? No.
1: Virtual ins. I don't. Know, that's like the only song yeah. I know by Jemar. You know, Jemariquai is not even a
2: guy. It's the band. Not a clue. Yeah, is that so? Like, Bon Jovi is not just John Bon Jovi. Yeah, it's it's him and, like, Russ Bon Jovi and Fred (laughs) Bon Jovi.
1: It's actually just their hair. That's Bon Jovi. Right, right. That's the essence of Jovi. All right, let's get to the recap of the week. Super locks. Oh, yeah, I don't have one. You were the only winner last week, Jeff, so it's
3: on you. Buffalo. Oh, that was gonna be mine. Do it. Come with me. I'll get you a win. I'm four and two. No,
1: you're right. You're right. I just I, didn't mean I didn't, it like I'm that. Like
3: Tim here at two and five. I didn't mean it like that, but I we could double struggling. up. We've we can go with the same super lock. There's never been a rule. We've done it before.
1: I know, but I I like to I like Cleveland minus two and a half, to tell you the truth, against L V. Tim? Baltimore. Baltimore, minus three and a half against the Steelers. You're using Tampa in Survivor? Indeed, so we try to go to uh, nine and zero. Oh. Can you? No, oh, sorry,
2: it's eight weeks. We week, week eight, sorry. Eight
1: your free money teasers: two and five for the year. Your heater came to an end last week. We we'll see if you can make it three and five weeks. Eight and seventy-three lifetime seven-point teaser. Do I have this correct? Packers pick them. Vegas plus nine and a half. New England plus ten and a half. Denver plus ten. San Francisco plus ten.
2: That's the number. Which one scares you? The one that scares me most, I suppose, is the Raiders only because if Cleveland Jess starts ripping off a 35, 36 point game and the offensive line just can't <laughs> hold for them, then that could get out of hand. That's the only of, of the five. That's the one I'm the least confident.
1: I will be but doing I'm- my full breakdown of the Bermuda Championship golf tournament on Wednesday afternoon if people want to check that out. But we are making our one and done picks on the show. Only three tournaments left before the end, the conclusion of our season of one and done, which kind of went off the rails a little bit. Uh, but I went Daniel Berger last week. You went Webb Simpson, Jeff. They both tied. Uh, and Tim took Tiger, who came like dead last or something like that. So I am up by $500,000. I'm the only one over $5 million right now. Tim's at 4500000 million. You're at $4.2 So very much within reach. Winning this tournament, I don't
2: think will do you much good. No, I'm going to have to pick the Masters winner, or you're going to have
1: to yeah, pick but somebody if I, who does pick
3: make a at the Masters. If I get the winner here and you get like 40th place, wouldn't we be tied? Or yes. I'd be
2: beating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I if you get the winner and I have a guy who misses the cut, I think but we'd be tied. Jeff and I are only winning now if we hit a winner. That's the only way we can get back.
1: Uh, no, because second place at the Masters, second place at the Masters is worth more than winning. some i I bet you like fourth place at the Masters is more than winning this. I'm I, going,
3: it. I could put it all out there now, like I because you've both used him. I will be using John Rahm, and he's going to win the Masters. You're going to use John Rahm this week, no, though. Oh, he's not playing. Well, you're, you just said John Rahm. No, so I'm using you down Harold Varner the
1: third. Well, good luck. HV3. He's dynamite. Tim, who are you using? I'm paying Brendan Todd. Todd father. Yeah. Yeah. He's taking the odds on favorite. Not a set. Not
2: a He's not the betting favorite, but I like him. I don't buy any of that. What?
3: I don't understand this Zalatoris favorite. Why? He almost had
2: two aces at Wingfoot. That and that alone. He should be closer. He should be.
1: What? Three three top fives in his last three starts.
3: I'd rather bet Harold Varner.
1: Evidently. I mean, I wouldn't rather I would actually rather bet Zalatoros. At, at least Zalatoros has a sample size of not just constantly losing on the PGA tour. <laughs>
3: right. Yes, of course. Sure. <laughs> I mean, neither do I.
1: Well, it's like the Sam Darnold argument. He's I only, guess, he's no. only four, four and a half years old. I don't old. Know. I, I clearly
3: misread Zalatoros. I didn't know I didn't read him. Well, you him thought as, he was like 30. I didn't read him as like some top prospect. He's just a good corn player. That's how
1: I see it. I mean, he led them tee to green. He's, like, top in tee to green so far on the PGA Tour. Great player. The guy the, He just reminds me of, like, what Scotty Scheffler is. Like, through that, he's, like, that type of guy. Uh, I was going to take Russell Knox, but I've apparently used Russell Knox in the second tournament of the year.
3: Uh, he's one of my bets to win. In Kapalua, which apparently I've heard a comp course for no, this week.
1: Uh, no, I didn't use him in Kapalua because we started at the uh, Sony Open. I used sorry. him at Career Builder yeah. or the American Express, as it's called now. Um, I might actually use Zelatoris, And actually, I'll probably take Zelatoris next week in Houston. I'm trying to see who I have left. If I beat you, I could use it. A- Who's going to be the best player next week? Is it- DJ. Phil? Oh, he- DJ says oh, playing. D- 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 J- DJ and Brooks are both playing.
3: Ooh, oh, okay. DJ and Brooks. Phil, but Phil, whatever. I assume Ricky will play, whatever. Uh, I don't fam- think
2: I've used Brooks yet, have I?
3: Uh, well, you use Ricky Fowler
1: twice, so...
2: Yeah, I, I had zero for him both times. Yeah, he, did, he
1: missed the cut both out. You did use that, Brooks.
2: There's no, there's no harm, no foul you, on that.
1: you used Brooks at the Wyndham, that one. Like, and then he said he was injured afterwards and quit golf.
2: Oh, <laughs> right. Dang. Okay. Uh, so I, I think he's very live to win at Augusta. Probably, in my opinion, should be the favorite, even though he isn't. Oh, well, that's a hot take. Sounds like Oh, no, not a, really. He's the best major player in golf right now. Not really. He couldn't, even, couldn't even close out Colin Morikawa. Or Gary Woodland. Sure.
3: Okay. Hold that against him. Straight so ahead. I'm not. I'm so not. so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm nothing not. matters, right? <laughs> I'm not holding it against him. It's apparently gonna be, be very like windy Brooks. this week. That's why I want to go with Knox. Yeah. But again, I can't take it. I'll go with Justin Sue. Seeing some love for him. I've made three bets, and I'll probably add more before we actually tee off. I've bet Harold Varner, I've bet uh two Swedish Henricks. Hey, I have the money on Norlander right here for you. Norlander um, at forty-five and Stenson at forty. Uh
1: I've been betting Stenson, so I feel like he's going to go full Sergio on me. Like, I was betting a whole bunch of Sergio, and then I stopped betting him and he fucking won. Uh, I feel like that might happen. Still a good number on Stenson. I've went, Sue is my lowest at 45 to 1, and then Knox at 66, Brian Stewart at 80, Cameron Percy at 90, and Camillo Vigegas at 250. And bef- Wait, I, I, I'm just punting this week. And let me actually.
3: just say it before you join the room before uh, before we started. Tim said betting Denny McCarthy would be lighting your money on fire, and he has no chance.
2: Why? Why do you, do you Tim? Do you even know who Denny McCarthy is? I know the name. He's somebody I think is going to. The fact that he was thirty-three to one seemed asinine to me. His odds should be much, much deeper than that. Do you, I, I don't think. I don't think he's got a chance. But you
3: know nothing about him. You just know the number I know and know you haven't heard. I do know something
2: him. about him. What, What's what do his you best know? skill? I mean, I remember that he barely made the cut at the PGA.
3: But what is he like? He yeah, has an elite skill set. He has one like super elite skill set, maybe the best in the world, arguably.
2: I'm not an expert here. Oh, I don't if you, know. Yeah, come on. I even know, man. I don't know. I'm not going to lie. and like You've clearly never heard of Dan
1: yeah, McCurdy. So you, you, might, you, you, might <laughs> you might be getting him confused with Dan McCurdy. <laughs>
4: <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> even I know that, Tim. Come on.
3: He might be one of the best putters in the world, if not he, the best, putter in the, best
4: the putter in the world. He is the best putter in the world. Which
2: I've McKenzie been told Hughes. time and time again is something you can't bank on.
3: You're right, but it's a little... Set- Listen, I, I,
1: I don't want to back yeah. Denny McCarthy at 33-1 to 1 either. This is the type of tournament he yeah. could Short,
3: win, par 71, putt fest. Ag- against
2: a bunch
1: of jabronis.
3: Yeah. yeah. That's all. said what I said. He's got a track record. I mean, the rate when Tim says that, that guy wins. wins at like a 74% clip.
2: Yeah, so. So it's pretty good. I like that Brooks is now the favorite in Tim's mind. It's good for our Bryson bets. I do. I think if I had to pick anybody pound for pound in any tournament to win... I would pick Brooks.
1: I've never
3: think, had a future like um, this.
1: Me neither. I feel like he, I feel like he's like he's got to win by 10 strokes or miss the cut. Like
3: we've made futures before like oh the guy's 150 to 1 he goes off like 60 oh, it's still oh he's yeah, still 60 we, to 1. We got a
1: guy I I got him at 45 to 1. Yeah. He's 8 to 1. That's
3: what I mean. I've <laughs> never had a guy that I was pre-bet at a great number and is now the actual tournament favorite and I can I don't know do things like what will I spend the money on?
2: Wow! Oh, Jeff. wow!
3: No, I, that's where my you head guys is going.
2: Are cashing the check?
1: No,
3: no the I am not
2: cashing anything. No one not is ca- I, cashing I, it. Then you're by osmosis. No, no, uh, no, no one I'm is. Un-
1: un- unlike un- you, I don't declare things over until they're over.
3: No one is cashing it, but I will also throw on as a caveat, and and there's there's two years of show documentation that we probably stopped talking about it uh, when everyone was betting my, him to win last year's Masters. I said no, 2019 before he became this guy. I'm not calling anything. I will say, a lot and me and my inner circle have big forty to ones, and I have friends who are like planning to build an indoor golf simulator if he wins.
1: Uh, here's <laughs> the here's the thing, Tim.
0: Wow, <laughs> I, I
1: can cash my bet out right now for three to one if I wanted to. As that's what they are currently offering. Yeah. Me. I think I
2: I think I would take that.
1: <laughs> I, I, I didn't make the bet at forty five to one to cash out at three to one. Come on now, give uh-huh. your hand. A but I think you're gonna lose the bet altogether. I'd rather lose the bet Whatever. than I'd rather lose the forty five to one than cash out at three to one. I really would. Fair enough. To each his own. Two, Two. weeks, man. Two weeks. It's gonna be fun. We got a lot of master stuff coming. I got, got I got the plan in place now. I haven't told you yet, but oh,
3: can I ask one question?
1: Well, well, I know not. I'm the one that said he's you said we got to gotta get in here early. Where this is current. This is officially the longest show of the year by a good 15 minutes. At least we started on time for once. Hit
3: me. No, my question was going to be we're doing this show next week on election night. Oh, good God. Should we do it live? Uh, we can. Well, you, the
1: returns
2: we wouldn't be in by now anyway. <laughs> the first states to close their polls are at seven o'clock Eastern. You'd probably, so even so the results wouldn't be in yet.
4: Yeah, but Tim would have already declared it over. Tim has already declared it be. over. He just won't no, say- No,
2: no, I will be putting out my official- Tim, your pick is Biden. Tuesday you morning. said he couldn't lose. Yeah, yeah, but I'm talking about state by state. I'm putting out the official map Tuesday morning- Oh my God. Of how I think the election will go. <laughs> Jesus Christ, uh, I'm man. saying it right here really and now, be prepared. I'm putting out the official map, and I've said this probably, is going to Tuesday, November 3rd morning. I'll make picks for every, what I think, toss up Senate call- Every state, every state in the electoral college, I'm making them all Tuesday morning, not before. Don't look for them before. Don't ask me before. I'm making them uh, Tuesday morning and uh, ride with me. I think I'm I think I'm this is finally the year I think I've got a handle on. This. Tim, have so. you, let me ask because, you this. Yeah. Have you ever predicted the winner of the presidential election in your life? Yes or no? One time in my whole life. Which who was it? I was certain that George W. Bush would beat John Kerry because I couldn't imagine the United States would elect such a flip-flopper, and Part they didn't, y- and oh, they yeah. gave George W. Bush a, a, you know, a, a, a big win.
3: What was, like, Obama's odds? Wasn't he, like, minus 800 or something? Like wasn't No, Tim t- like, t- t- was mock?
1: convinced. Me I, that's when I met Tim, was doing the election stuff in 2018 is when I met or t- 2008, 2008, yeah. I when thought I, I was I'm playing he the was, bank shot. 100% in on McCain. I don't know how Obama could ever win. And then he ran the same thing back with Mitt Romney. And used well, he, he, to Mitt Romney. All the polls late in the game and had he, Romney And yet. he hates Hillary Clinton. And then he gets nationally published in an article, Clinton Can't
4: Lose. Tim, what's the <laughs> historical record of you having drafted tweets already and that? that result actually ever coming through when's the last that's time a draft? very very low batting average it's the blue tarski <laughs> line. i i so will say that people if people want like legit
1: election <laughs> coverage like and i'll say it's non-biased because it's just data of what they're putting out there lean tossup.ca does excellent work in terms of advanced modeling it's a lot different than even the 538 stuff that's out there and follow my guy evan scrimshaw on twitter because he's the one who's really breaking all this stuff down i got some bets in i got texas plus 250 Really, it's, it's like a coin flip. It looks like at this point, it's probably going to go Trump. I saw. Tim my opinion is about it's a
2: 50-50 complete coin flip. So there, there's value. There's value on the plus two fifty. It seems.
1: Uh, I, I was, haven't made I, my
2: call on it yet. It I mean, how about this? You
1: you you give it. You make it red. I want it to be blue. So I. You don't even bet on this I, fucking stuff. I do. So keep your fucking mouth shut on it. Uh, well, ba- yeah, but
2: this is my bailiwick, right?
1: It's like, it's, it's not your.
3: How can it be your thing when you're always wrong? That's a seismic shift, though, right? What. If Texas yes. goes blue, oh, they, if te-
2: if, if Texas goes
1: blue, everything basically goes blue. Because I have money on. Yeah, I no, but I mean, like I got which in, which is
2: why it's stupid for the Biden campaign, to, in my opinion, to even be in Texas. Because it doesn't matter if they carry Texas; they've won it by so much. Don't waste a second. And Mrs. Clinton wasted time in El Paso and other places trying to run up margins because she thought she needed a big, big win in order to have. You know, she, she just, she's just such terrible at politics. She Thought she had to have a bunch of extra votes in the bank. To have a mandate to govern, uh, whereas you couldn't be bothered to go to the Great Lakes states. The, insofar as the Biden campaign can be bothered to campaign, they should be going to the states that uh, actually will tosses. And Pennsylvania is the, you know, both the Keystone state, and it's it's the Keystone to the election. And right now, I'd say he's got a ninety-five percent chance to carry Pennsylvania. Oh my so God, Tim! Not one hundred percent. I'm not making oh my, my declarations God, until Tuesday. But T- people are going to just say so, of all the toss ups,
1: so mad at you. It's going to be awesome. of all
2: the toss ups. And I don't think Texas is a toss up, you know, a traditional one. Of all the toss ups, I think right now only Florida and North Carolina, I think lean slightly Trump. I think Georgia, Texas are leaning slightly Biden. No, uh, no, say the opposite
1: because I have money to, for him to win Georgia too at two to one.
2: I, I think that Georgia probably very, very close.
1: Here, here's one for you. All right, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if this odd is still available. This is what I got it at. Plus 250, Australian Labor Party. It is. Wow. Well. To win M- Mirani District, plus two fifty. So M I R A N I. as I've been told, that should be like around like minus one twenty, and they're offering it plus two fifty. In terms of the if it's value,
3: it's value. If you believe in polling, Biden's odds are like implied odds are like minus seven hundred, yes. right? Oh, if not, but if I'll, not. You know,
1: actually, it's actually like minus eight fifty or but something. we
3: know like they're you know yeah. we know we can't fully I, well, trust him the rooster got the could, there got could pulled be last incredible time.
1: value on Biden if you believe the
2: polls because everyone's so afraid because of what happened last time. But and in twenty eighteen they got the, the Florida in particular, the polls were continued to undercount red votes in eighteen and in 16, and in some of the Midwest states, like Ohio, that happened in 16 too, 18 as well.
1: Yeah, it, well, I mean, the Trump thing threw everything off in 2016. Polling for House races, Senate races, that kind of thing is just bad anyway. Like no one really cares about it as they- It's very uh, hard, yeah. As the money is being pumped in. And that's why they, when I was talking to Evan, like the big thing about Texas, uh, apparently measuring the Hispanic vote is incredibly difficult because they don't know how to poll that very well. They don't know where to go look at it. But he said, if Biden can run six Six percent better with white voters in Texas, he's going to win Texas.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think it's a dangerous game to look just at demographics because there's a lot more to to figure out how a state's going to go yeah, but, than yeah, just but demographics. When you're going to model something, a, when you're a going key. to mo- when you're
1: going to model something out and run
2: projections, it's hard not to look at those sorts of things. Oh no, they they matter, but one mustn't hinge one's whole argument on them, or they'll blow up they'll blow up uh, on you because that's not the way people vote. It's not the way people actually move about in the world. So you have you have to be cautious. You take them into consideration and they matter, but you you can't overweight them or you're, you're. I think you're you're playing a game that that will in the long run not work out for you. But yes, I mean, the, listen. The reason that Texas is close is because the president is unpopular in 2024. A normal Republican will easily carry Texas. Will easily. Yeah, carry no, Texas. I I completely agree. Easily carry Georgia. These states that are either red or purplish. Trump's just unpopular. That's really all that really. Uh, that's but that, and that polling, alone is, is why these states
3: are close. Can polling survive another? No, it's, like it's, what the in indi- like we all joked no, about the cannot. industry last time. If it actually happens again, the industry's like dead,
2: right? Because it will be a lot more wrong than it was four years ago, like a lot more wrong. It will be off by a factor of two or three. When Gallup screwed up 2012 by saying every week, every day that Romney is leading, and Romney's going to win, they were so chastened that they stopped polling presidential races, they stopped doing it. So, You're telling me that these big polling places that have been doing these states, if they get it wrong. Yeah. I mean, polling, as we know, it is kind of, kind of dead and polling is becoming harder and harder and harder to do. And I have, you know, I can easily imagine 30 years from now polling kind of not even being a thing or it's going to be incredibly, but I kind of think it's probably likely not even to be a thing that that we can have because of the difficulties of modern life. But who knows? I mean, I could be wrong. Like things, things persist. So maybe
3: is polling going to be technically easier?
2: No. So I, I would
1: imagine that the biggest challenge is to actually being accurate in your polling is like how do you poll people, Tim? There are, for, well, the, the traditional way you should call them on a telephone, and, and no one generally has it's not like you're giving out a ton of cell phone numbers so they're calling people with landlines
2: for one thing. of course because that's all they have and they just call and call and call till they get enough yeah. of a and sample just, but do
3: you, i imagine it'll do you be even, like a poll in a text do you even have but then how do you know the quality of person that you're texting how do you know the quality of person that you're even getting any because yeah you have it's
2: incredibly difficult it's It's hard to do
3: it was easier to do when everyone
1: had a landline then you could make certain assumptions about those people demographically that you could put them all into a box then you would have better sample size of talking to certain people so they said oh we pulled 1200 people well that could actually be representative of a certain segment of a population in a certain part of the country now who the fuck knows and with all the early voting in a lot of these states like it seems like more people are voting than
2: ever and it I, does seem that way. I mean, turnout's it, going to be up huge. But again, I should put that caveat there. Early voting numbers, every single election are wrong. Early voting numbers said John Kerry was going to win a landslide, said Mrs. Clinton was going to win a landslide. We don't know exactly who's voting. We don't actually. And we don't have any idea who they're voting for. We just have a general sense maybe that is stirring the entrails. Don't worry about that too much. All it tells us really is that numbers are up. And you want to extrapolate from that, go ahead. But if you start drilling into, oh, well, I wonder how many people you can't. That's a fool's errand. Don't bother.
1: Well, you can't drill in too much, but that only depends on what state Biden's in that day. Right.
4: Tim, don't (laughs) don't call this thing over like you're going to get reported on Twitter. Yeah, no, I want <laughs> <ask> to <laughs> make my prediction. People Tuesday morning, ask for you gone if Donald Trump wins again. And, I'll make uh, my prediction Tuesday and, morning. Yeah, if yeah, I'm or wrong or listen, I'm wrong.
1: I, here's the thing: if you say that Biden can't lose and you make your prediction and Trump wins i suggest you open up like a paypal or a venmo account cuz i think trump people be like all in on like yeah 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 thanks
3: for the curse tim here yeah. we go all right and like thanks for triggering all like all those hate yeah, tweets yeah you're, you're, you're owning the
1: fucking libs yeah, I'll be like well, we're going to hook you it's, some it's everything you ever
2: wanted tim I get called a lib these days, four times a day on Twitter. Are you serious? (laughs) You can't believe it. Because you see, if you say anything negative about the president or anything positive about, well, you're just a liberal. Like, please. Some of us, you know, are dyed in the wool conservatives who are a heck of a lot more conservative than you, people. Uh, who, who are you to throw stones at me? Anyway, uh, well, I get cool the time. Well, Tim, you are a live now because live all the time. Now. Wait, what you
1: get? What you consider con- conservatism is no longer. You don't believe in like chemtrails and
2: stuff like that.
3: No, Lip- well, if liberals that aren't condoning. Liberals are not condoning full chocolate bars. <laughs>
2: No, probably not. But if they are, it would have a huge uh, label for the calorie content. It would be.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tim's basically the most conservative person I've ever met. So just throwing that out
2: there. And I'm being called a lib on the regular on Twitter. These Does days.
1: that trigger you?
2: Like no, it just shows me how far things are moving in some ways. I mean, I haven't moved. I, I'm where I've always been, but things are moving around me.
3: You can't deny Tim's consistency. It's true. I, I'm very
1: curious that I really hope he doesn't end up on the same side of me and some of my bets that I've made so far
3: uh, when he releases his election map. Oh, God. I'm not looking forward Are to it. Are you that. doing any, like, specific election content? I mean, I might you?
1: even cut this out of the show. People get so fucking triggered by this All stuff. Right. Like... None, the three of us can't we vote said we're convicted felons the we're people? not allowed to vote this,
4: <laughs> 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 this deep into the show or yeah like the, it like,
1: the I'm though. just trying to bet it and make money but like you'd be surprised like any like Tim and I even after the last election did like a post-mortem about like what went on and we were covering that like back when I was at Fantasy like we were yep. doing shows on election betting uh, the entire time. And like, it wasn't highly polarized. Like, here's what, they, what the data says is going to win. We had Bernie to win Michigan against Hillary in the primaries, like 28 to one. You didn't that, get, that was a fun day. Mm-hmm. And there wasn't the sort of pushback where people were like, losing their mind. Like, I can't believe like this, this, mm-hmm. this is like, Jesus As someone Christ, who like, dedicated much of
2: his profession, as someone who dedicated much of his professional life to the study of politics and love politics and thinks it's fun and exciting. I have never in the last year or so been less excited enjoyed less, wanted to think about politics less than I have. It's not fun. And I don't blame people. One of the great benefits will be on November 4th, if, if Joe Biden is, is lucky, so we can all tune out for a little while and, and take a breath. Because this ain't fun. This is not what drove me to, to do graduate work uh, and study political science. Uh, if, if, it, if things have been like this uh, 12 years ago, I... I don't know, I would have taken up biology or something. I'm actually, that's really funny you say that, because if things had been like this, let's say Trump
1: came around, like this style of politics was around, fuck, 10 years ago, when I got into like sports broadcasting. I bet you I'd be in political broadcasting right now. It would be a very fruitful avenue.
2: There's no doubt about it. It it.
1: It would just be hot takes galore. And I was at a time in my life where I would have been like, yeah, I don't really care what I say. I'm just going to say the craziest thing possible and make the show like, insane and people that's all people want it seems like
2: it's crazier the better and you can say it's both sides all you want but it is both sides uh they are both doing ridiculous things on the news and it's just exhausting. i can't fight the battles because if you know i m- notice one thing that that the liberal media is doing which is outrageous oh you're just an apologist for the president okay now i criticize one thing that the trump campaign is up oh you're just a lib who wants it's like like there's no, no one can breathe and have fun anymore. It's just this vicious hand-to-hand battle. And folks, I know a lot of people just are getting into following politics the last three or four years. I promise you, it wasn't always like that. Yes, 2012 was vicious, but the viciousness came from the Democratic side, not the Republicans. But politics wasn't always like this. It was, had a hard edge and, you know, politics ain't beanbag, as they say, but it was never like this. This is un, I, surely to cro- uh, heavens, I hope this is unsustainable. Because this is, this is just agonizing for those of us who, who think politics matter and are, in, are, are interesting and, and like to study this stuff. So. All right. That'll do it. Almost a three-hour show. Good thing we got out of here early. Three-hour show.
1: We started
3: a little early. We started show. a bit early. We started on time, so we feel, I feel like I'm still okay. I'm still – this bow tie is, like, choking the life out of me, by the
2: way. That's because you don't know how to wear them.
1: Well, it's actually just a clip on. I didn't want to spend. Yeah, like, exactly. I didn't want to, That's I, fine. I didn't want to spend two hundred bucks on
2: a Halloween costume. No, fair enough. I'm not, Although,
1: Tim, I'm not Tim. Too rich. I can't just. Be I have several, money.
2: I have several silk. Uh,
4: Did you go blue, blue suit and red tie so that people wouldn't label you as a lib or a, uh, or a trumper? <laughs> Is that was that part of the? I uh, no. The I knew.
1: I knew. I had the suit around, and I went and uh, I googled Pee Wee Herman blue suit, and I saw that he had the red bow tie with it, so I thought that would work out well. But now I look like Tucker Carlson. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> what a boat in
0: like fifteen years.
2: Tucker Carlson, crossfire era, then. Oh yeah. Tucker Carlson, front runner that. for the twenty twenty four Republican nomination. Are you serious? He's definitely going to run. He has a big base. Don't be shocked. you get your girl Nikki Haley on the line. Get her to go. I'd love to have Nikki Haley or Tim Scott. That's the type of
1: candidate I would love to back. Watch out for Mark Cuban, 2024 Republican nominee.
2: I don't think so. I don't think he has a chance.
1: He's on Shark Tank.
2: Yeah, but he doesn't actually seem to have a whole lot of conservative views on things that matter to primary voters. He loves money. That's not what drives primary voters. Do you know who his vice
1: president's going to be? Ted DiBiase. (laughs) Anyway, that will do it for us. Jeff Feinberg, at GFeinberg17, on Twitter, at Paul Shag. For Paul Shaughnessy, please subscribe to Mayo Media Network on YouTube. Just hit that sub button. It's not hard. You're on, you're texting on your phone anyway, like Everest Institute. You might as well hit subscribe on Mayo Media Network. Also follow
2: Tim August.
3: Tim August.
2: Not my name.
1: Oh, boy, two. you... Two hours and 43 minutes, and I'm gonna throw in that list. It's gonna be over a three hour show by the time it comes out. Fun times! Had by all. I'm Pat Mayo, playing the listeners' league. Smash the like, and who the fuck is watching at this point, anyway? See you later!
0: Pat Mayo experience. Experience.